It's 8.30 a.m. It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. I wanna be all yours. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. Where we wake up each and every day morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you don't got no job. You're just at the house chilling today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right conversation, right inspiration, right all that good right stuff. Y'all know what I mean. All that good right stuff. With that being said, let's go ahead and hop into prayer really quickly. Y'all know how we do it here on Waking Up With The Prophet. I don't believe in starting a room, opening a room, or going into any productive space without praying. So let's go ahead and pray really quickly, and then we're coming right, right back. Is that all right? All right, let's go. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now just for waking us up this morning, God, giving us the activity of our limb. God, we thank you, oh God, for the fresh anointing, God. We thank you for grace, mercy, and peace, God. We thank you for your love, your happiness, your joy, God. We thank you for your meekness, God. We thank you for you just being God all by yourself, God. Before we come to you, ask you for anything, we take our time, oh God, and posture ourselves to thank you for everything, God. Before we ask you for anything, God, we take the time to posture ourselves right now, God, to give you glory, praise, and honor for everything that you've done, God. We thank you for strengthening us, God. We thank you for standing behind us, for shielding us, for protecting us, for guiding us. God, we thank you, oh God, for giving us the Holy Spirit, oh God, who allows us to wake up every day, oh God, and give us a fresh anointing, to give us a fresh grace, to give us a fresh, uh, uh, to give us new mercy and new purpose, oh God. We thank you just for all that you are, Father, even as we come before your presence. We take this moment to repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, every offense that we have created in the earth, God, with you or with one of your people, God, we ask that you will forgive us, God. Create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. God, allow the others, oh God, that we have offended, oh God, that we've sinned against, that we've wronged, that we've harmed, oh God, to forgive us, oh God, and walk in their purity, oh God, to walk in their holiness, oh God. God, create in all of us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit so we may be able to worship you in spirit and in truth so we may be able to be effective in the earth oh god as you have called us to be and we thank you god because even as we pray right now we believe by faith that it is so we believe by faith that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper so as we come to you oh god on one accord as we come to you oh god with a heart of diligence god as we come to you with a heart of gratitude and appreciation god as we come to you seeking your name seeking your throne god we ask that you will step in move show up and show up as you always do god let no thing let nothing, oh God, that is formed against us be able to prosper, but let all things work together for our good. Father, we know that you have given us, oh God, authority as your sons and daughters. So we speak by faith that we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not believe beneath we are lenders not the borrowers oh god we are blessed going in we're blessed coming out we're blessed in the city and we're blessed in the field so we thank you oh god for this day even as we as even as we progress through the middle of the week god we thank you oh god that you're giving us the ability oh god to accomplish all that you have set before us god that you're giving us the ability to see the end of the week, God, that you're giving us the strength, oh God, to meet our goals. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, yeah, all right. Since the time now is already 8.30 and I'm just not starting prayer, I'm going to go ahead and get to the scripture of the day. Then we're going to cut to a song. Then we're going to come back and just check in. Keep it simple like that. Amen. All right, do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room, ping the room. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all getting people in here because, you know, when I start, like, sometimes people just don't be in here. And then it also requires y'all sharing. It also requires you inviting people. I'm telling y'all, last time, I told y'all yesterday, when last time you invite somebody to church? This 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 is church, Monday through Friday church. You know what I'm saying? And you got you to gotta do your responsibility and invite somebody to church. That's why all these shootings and stuff going on now because y'all don't know how to invite people to church. You need to invite somebody to church, get some God in their life. Amen. Amen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get some God in their life. That's why these people going crazy now. Cause y'all torturing people instead of blessing people. Y'all, y'all, y'all sharing hate, but don't want to share love. I don't know why that. Why, why, why y'all love the hate folks? Like, come on, now, just share the love. You know what I'm saying? Let people know what you got going on in your life. Because guess what? When they see the God in you, it might actually, it might prompt them to get some God in them. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but that's how my life works. When people see God in me, it be prompting them to get God in them. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, go ahead and share the room, get some people in here, and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, they'll get a little God in their heart. They'll get a little Jesus in their heart, and they won't be shooting up people. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, scripture today comes from 2 Corinthians, chapter number 5, starting at, oh uh, yeah, chapter number 5, starting at the 21st verse. And this is from the New Living Translation, brought to you by BibleGateway.com. My mouth is just not working here. Lord Jesus. So, it reads... For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be offered for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time. It says, for God made Christ, who never sinned, to be offered for our to be an offering, correction, to be an offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. I think y'all missed that. I think y'all missed that. God offered Jesus, who never really sinned. Now, I ain't gonna cap. That's debatable. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Because if he ain't sinned, he wouldn't have went to the cross. But anyway, that's debatable. But um, who never sinned? He, did, he technically didn't sin. But then they counted it a sin. But anyway, the Bible says, God made Christ, who never sinned. But he made Christ an offering for our sins that we could be that we could be made right with God through Christ, meaning that we could be considered righteous. That's why even in my prayer, I say, God, I thank you for Jesus dying on the cross for my sins, that I may still be considered righteous even on today. Because it's only through Jesus Christ's righteousness that you are right on today, that you are made right, that you are made righteous. It's because of his flawlessness, his 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 ability of self-control that causes you to say, hey, guess what? I'm gonna be made right through Christ. Because if Christ went through this thing, I'm going to go through it. And we're going to have to break this down some more. Because, ooh, when I tell y'all, Pastor Jerry tried to go so hard yesterday when he was talking about that supernatural Jesus and, and the regular Jesus and how Jesus had all power. Because I just want to understand when I tell you. Because I ain't going to count. If we supposed to be like Jesus, why are we not being like Jesus? I mean, that's a legitimate question. If we supposed to be like Jesus, why are we not being like Jesus? Cause truth is, I just want to be like Jesus. Now, granted, there are times where I'm gonna sin, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess up, I'm gonna fall. But as far as the rest of the part, it's like four chapters, four books of Jesus in there. The rest of the part, of it, we gotta be perfecting that. We gotta be working on that. We gotta be willing to extend grace just like Jesus did. We gotta be willing to help people just like Jesus did. We gotta be willing to offer, not necessarily say offer ourselves up. But technically, that's what the Bible says. I don't know what Bible y'all be reading. What Pastor Jerry said, if you ripped it out. <laughs> but the Bible says, let this mind be in Christ. Those let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. That means we got to get to that mindset that Jesus was in, y'all. We got to get to that mindset. We have to. But listen, this is like my moment to preach. I just came on here to warm everybody up to get the atmosphere together. You know what I'm saying real quick, because I just feel God on today. I ain't even planned a conversation today because it's Wednesday. I had some work to do, and I was tired. Technically, I just woke up like 10 minutes ago, but it's okay. We're going we gonna to get through it. With that being said, though, I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break, and then we're coming back because I want to talk about us winning again. I just want to talk about us getting back to the place where God can win. 
And I just feel like, if they, yeah, yeah, I watch TV. I be watching too much TV. I just feel like there's a battle between the, the good and the bad. And I just feel like everybody don't want to do good no more. Like, why you don't want to fight for the Lord? <laughs> like, come on, fight for the Lord. <laughs> All right, let me cut to my song real quick. And then we coming right, right back. Is that okay? <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. When I look back over my life and I see all the things God's done for me. Been through danger, heartache, and trouble. I thank the Lord, He's rescued me. I could have been dead and gone. Then the Lord, He spared my life. Oh, yes, he did. Now I can say that I'm still healing in spite the grace, the grace of God. When I look back over my life and I see all the things. The Lord has brought me through. Been through sickness, trials, and suffering. I thank the Lord. He's blessed me still. Oh, I could have lost the and I could have failed from his grace. Now I can say that I'm still here. And it's by the grace, the grace of God. Yo! 
I got you in a second, though. Well, good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Share the love of God. Share the love of God. Share the gospel. Listen, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. That means with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that right stuff to make your spirit go the right way. With that being said, it's time for us to go ahead and check in because the time now is 8. 50. It's 849, but almost 850, which means it's time for us to go ahead and check in. Yeah, I know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions, and we got a new one. You know what I'm saying? Reach your scale. You know what I'm saying? Reach your move. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and start off. Prophet, it's on you. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Listen, I ain't going to cap. I'm tired a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit tired. Because I had an event yesterday, and the event was kind of long, and I have another event today. Uh, well, X is not an, another event. It's the same event. It's like a four-day event. Yeah, it was like a four-day event. Um, so, yeah, everybody who knows me knows that I'm an influencer, brand ambassador, promotional model, um, NC, stuff like that. Like I do, you know, just fun stuff. <laughs> With that being said, so I'm actually hosting a... Well, I'm going to say I'm hosting it because I'm not the one hosting it. Um, helping out. Let's put it like that. I'm helping out with this NBA. It's the NBPA, National Basketball Players Association. There you go. It's not the NBA. It's the NBPA. It's the National Basketball Players Association. They're hosting an event, a four-day event for high schoolers from all around the nation who play um, you know, who play high school basketball, who's getting ready to go off to college and whatnot. And they're helping them work on their brand, helping them work on signing contracts, helping them work on their game. Um, and yesterday they had a welcome dinner. Um, most of the teams, I think it's like six, six, seven or eight teams. I think it's six, seven or eight teams that came in from all around the country. And of course, last night they had their welcome dinner, which means they were able to come in, get some food, eat, figure out the programming or the itinerary of, you know, the next three days. They were able to sit down um, and listen to uh, a panel of like former basketball players, people who actually are connected to the league but may not play basketball because one thing that they want to do is trying to inform guys that guess what? You don't have to be the basketball player. You can be um you can be a, a, a physical trainer. You can be um somebody who works in marketing. You can be somebody who works with Adidas on the basketball side or on Nike with the basketball side. It's all about your brand and how you push it and where you see yourself going. Because everybody wants to make it, but everybody wants to wants to make it to the same position. When truth is God may not have called you to the position but he still called you to the industry and when people really realize where their purpose is then guess what they really they will understand that you are more effective in the industry than you are on the court and many of us don't realize that because we keep trying to be the player but anyway yeah that's another topic for another day but yeah they had a great time last night i didn't get out of here till about 10 o'clock last night and then of course one of my friends' birthday is today, actually. Yeah, it's today because we brought it in last night. <laughs> yeah, we brought his birthday in last night. So I didn't get home till about 1 o'clock. So I'm kind of tired, kind of drained. But, hey, it is what it is. God going to continue to God, and he's going to be my strength on today because I got to be back up there at 11 o'clock. I'm not looking forward to it because y'all know, anytime I get off this radio show, the first thing I'm trying to do is, like, eat and take a nap. 
and I can't eat and take a nap. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm, it is what it is. But yeah, we're going to have a smooth day. As far as like my mood on a scale of one to five, I'm at a good, I'm at a good 4.5. Could she go four? Because I just want to nap. I ain't even cap. I do want to sleep more. But, you know, other than that, my mood is literally at like a good four. I'm, I'm, I can't even complain about that because God is still good. Um, as far as the weather, it's 74 degrees right now with a high of 68, meaning that it's going to be warm. And I'm kind of excited about it because I'll be in the house. I mean, not in the house. Yeah, I'll be in the house most of the day, but I get to be outside today. But I'm still going to be in an event. So, you know, the warmth and the being outside and being inside type of things kind of going to give me a good balance today. So I'm glad it's like 68. So that's, yeah, that's good. As far as breakfast, yeah, I don't know. Nine times out of ten, when I have events, I truly don't eat in the mornings. This is the only time I don't eat in the mornings when I have event, events. But I will get me like a coffee or energy drink or something like that. So that's probably what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna wait till I get to the hotel and get me a coffee. Um, yeah, that's it. That's how I'm starting my day. That's my weather. That's my breakfast, and that's my mood on one to five. So yes, do me a favor, pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. Do me a favor if you haven't already, share this room. This is good rooms. This is good gospel. This is this 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 is a good space. So go ahead and share it to your friends on Facebook, to your friends on Clubhouse, and to your friends on Twitter. Be a blessing to somebody on today. Amen. Amen. All right, Jay Watt, we throwing it over to you, sir. Do 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 do. And these were your morning announcements. OJ, why you you busy? No, I'm there, man. Oh my god, I'm trying to walk down the stairs, man. Um, <laughs> don't fall now. <laughs> I hope I don't fall. Um, <laughs> uh, good morning, everyone. It is uh, a rough morning. Wednesday is Wednesday in in the work in the craziest ways. I am so tired. Um, wife had me up watching. Um, <clears throat> what was we watching? Finally got a chance to watch the new episode of Power, and then I was watching. Um, I like watching cooking shows, so I was up watching um, Tournament of Champions on the cooking on the Food Network. So I was just up. Then look, I look up at like three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. How on this third episode or still on second episode? Second episode. Okay, okay. How you feeling about it so far? It's good. It's it's so many. It's, it's, it, it, when you watch it, it's like man, there's so many different things going on at once. It could be borderline overwhelming because so many different not necessarily storylines but so many plot lines that you don't yeah. know where something's gonna go and it's building it up and it's i think it's very interesting that they're able to do build so much uh intriguing stories in only 10 episodes so uh, you get so engaged with the characters and things of that nature so i'm um, dropping off my daughter to school because uh, she wants to do some tutoring. All right, go ahead. She she want to do some tutoring because she's um. All you in case you all don't know, my all of my children are athletes, and so uh, <clears throat> sometimes it's a little tough for them to balance their athletics with their school stuff at times. So um, I have a couple of children that's trying to do honors classes. So um, yeah. So my daughter said, "Hey, I'm wanting to you know, get some help with my math." Can you take me to school early so I can go to tutoring? So of course, I'm like sure. And then I regret it. I regret it every morning. Regret it. <laughs> Come on, turn off. That gonna uh, 
serious so uh yeah man that's pretty much where we are right now that's for today yeah uh right now before we're gonna get a high about 72 um number Can y'all hear me still? I was going to say, yeah, you was in the blender for a second. You said it's going to be 71 and something. Yeah, I'm going to be, yeah, it's going to be 71, no breakfast. I might stop at Panera. I'm going to hit the blender again. Um. So, yeah, man. And right now, I guess my day is at uh, four. That's good. Yeah, it'll have been, um, I'm, no, no one got on my nerves too much. It's just, I'm just tired. But uh, God is still good. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> <Amen. laughs> appreciate you, JY. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Say, hey, anyway, God is still good. God is still good. Listen, do me a favor. Y'all know Clubhouse be shutting down my ping. So once I ping people like once or twice, I can't ping them no more. So if y'all do me a favor, go ahead and ping three people in here. Just go ahead and three people in. I don't know. Like my new my new caveat for the next quarter of the year is trying to get everybody and their mama connected to God. I don't know what like granted, you might get offended, you might get a little church hurt, you might have a little bitterness. But listen, I just need everybody to connect with God. I don't know what it is, but come on, connect with God and just believe. Like I don't know about y'all and how y'all marketing is outside of outside of Clubhouse or how y'all portray Jesus to other people. But come on now, can we continue to portray Jesus to other people? I don't know why, but I'm gonna keep talking about it all day. It might be the topic of conversation today, like how you evangelize. Because truth is, where's what? Oh, it's like every day I'm waking up to new news about somebody getting shot, somebody getting killed, and somebody not having the spirit of the Lord on them. Like, just, just, just pray about it. Just take a moment and pray. Lord have mercy. Julie, it's on you. Do 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 do. Pastor, good morning. I pray to God that Verizon be here today. You changed your Verizon? <laughs> No, I said, I pray to God that it, it, it behaved today, because, you know. Oh, like you said that it behaved today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just to put it in one place. Oh, Lord Jesus. I am so much pain. My body hurting me. But um, nothing so far. The only thing, I didn't catch the news, because I sleep early last night. The um, only thing I can say is that... Um, Peacock have renewed Bel Air for the third season. Isn't that nice? We're going to have a third season for Bel Air. Have you been and watching the third season? Uh, the second season, yeah. I decided to watch it. Oh, I yeah, yeah. It. That's what I meant, the second season. You've been watching it? Yeah. You like it? I like it so far. Glad Jeffrey's back. Okay, yeah, me too. But the thing about it is, Jeffrey got some things going on with him. Oh, I ain't watching now. This is where I reach now. I reach where Compton was, you know, was scared of when they was doing that strike move. Oh, yeah. That's the, okay. That's, that's the far I reach. Now. I ain't reach with all everything but just what happened now. Why you probably to dealing with this demon? Yeah, he definitely dealing with that. And that's a real thing because I, de- I believe like a lot of kids deal with that anxiety now. I feel like they're playing, car- I want to say playing Carlton over much. Um, but I definitely believe that kids are really dealing with that anxiety thing. And it's crazy how, you know, they just portray Carlton's role of having to deal with so much pressure and so much anxiety. Like, I think it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. 
and and I finally get uh, I was listening to this music and then I finally realized who Hillary was. Hillary is Coco Jones. Oh yeah, <laughs> you didn't know you didn't know she was Coco Jones. Listen, I'd be singing that song, busting that song, you never knew. Something about your hands on my, my body. body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listen. And then I saw a concert. She was singing. I said, "Gee, this girl look like Hillary." And you just see me googling. And then I got on Google. <laughs> yeah. When I went to Google, I said, "Okay, Coco Jones, I see you." And and then other news I was hearing, I'm burning a boy. I'm his concert solo before Beyonce. That was the last thing I listened to. You said a Burner Boy concert sold out before Beyonce's? Yeah, and they was actually the same night in the same state. Two concerts. Well, I mean, Beyonce concert is a little high. Burner Boy, I mean, <laughs> he probably only got like $200 tickets. Not really. Beyonce got $1,000 tickets. <laughs> but that Burner no, Burner Boy could perform now. Oh my God. I want to get you one of his, um, his concerts. That's the only thing I've been catching. I don't have nothing else. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't too much in the news lately besides them talking about this Nashville shooting and how the girl, the person who had, you know, did the Nashville shooting wrote a suicide letter to, like, one of her former classmates. Me? What happened to me? Oh, welcome. How you doing? I trying to figure out what happened to me because I hey. Julie over there talking to co-workers. I'm over here talking to Julie. But yeah, that's the only thing that I've been paying attention to, literally, was the news that, you know, was relating to this shooting. Like, and I feel so sad about it, honestly. I don't feel too sad about it, but I feel sad because why us as, as believers, us as the church, continue to put a negative report on our like life i don't know who it was just say to tell me something they need the lgbtq prs rep yeah the church really do i ain't gonna cap the church really do need a pr rep for like just the church because the truth is <sighs> y'all be making folks ugh, like <laughs> be cringing and it's crazy it's because it's not all churches but most people get this perspective because that's the narrative that we have pushed off so much. And us as Christians, we don't like to associate ourselves with, with negativity, but it's like, we're not helping it no better. Like my th That's why I tell people all the time, like, you got to be the, the, the counteractive. You got to be the, 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 the counterattack. That's the word I want to use. You got to be the counterattack. When the enemy is attacking somebody's mind, body, and spirit, you can't be the yes man. You can't be the person that says, oh, well, that don't got nothing to do with me. You can't be the person that says, well, child, I'm going to pray for you. No, you have to be the counterattack. You have to be the one to say, okay, well, hey, let's go to church together. Hey, can I, let me, let me pray with you for a second. Oh, it's okay. You need something to eat. Here's $12. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't take much. But at the same time, one smile, one hug, one proper conversation can change somebody's life, can change somebody's day. But we got to be strong enough to step out there and be the Christians that God has called us to be. I'm just saying. Like, it ain't that hard. The hardest part is, I don't know. Like, the hardest part is going through it by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you don't went through it by yourself, it's hard to feel like other people are there for you. Other people, no. 
How about this? If you start supporting other people, you'll start seeing other people support you. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. You shall reap what you sow. When you, when you sow it, you'll reap it. I'm just saying, maybe I'm wrong, but whoo, because I just feel so bad when I be seeing these kids shooting up people. The, 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 and that's what's crazy is, so let me let Tiffany check in. Tiffany, I need you to help me out. Because when I was watching the, as I was watching the news and stuff like that, you know, they're they attacking the politicians. They're they going after everybody. Like, you know, the news commentators, they be going after everybody. And right now they're going after all the politicians, especially in Tennessee, because it's like y'all making laws about everything else but guns. Y'all y'all making laws to take books out of school, to take drags off the off off the corner and streets or whatever. Y'all making all these laws, but you cannot legislate the things that's killing the kids. But yet, here's the thing though, JY, but yet they're saying we're gonna take the things out of the school that we think is provoking the kids to kill. Mm. I, I found that very, very debatable. I found that very debatable. So you want to, you think that these gay books, because they taking the gay books out, they take it, they took, I heard they took a Ruby Bridges, they banned Ruby Bridges. It's a book out about Ruby Bridges that they banned in the state of Tennessee from schools. And I'm like, what the ham and cheese? Like, what is going on to the point of we we misdiagnosing what the real issue is. Giving more guns to these people ain't gonna fix the issue. Taking away books from the kids from kids because you think that the wake the what's the what's the word the wokeness air quotes the wokeness of kids is making them kill people? No, no, that's not that's not that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Tiffany, I'm throwing it over to you because because that's not it. Do do do. Uh, well, good morning, everybody. Um, are we supposed to say something specific to check in? Um, so check in is what you have for breakfast, how you start your day, rate your mood on a scale from one to five, and that's it. Um, okay, so um, I'm having a great morning so far. I actually had a bowl of cereal for breakfast. Um, how, I, how I started my day, I just dropped my daughter off at school. Not too long ago. Um, so I am logging on to work. Um, yeah, so that's about it for my morning. Um, on my my mood, I would give it about a three. Um, it, it's funny. I, I kind of tossed and turned last night dealing with this issue. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my close friends, and we were talking about the shooting. And... Um, you know, like her question was like, what can we do? And like, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, Cause she's like, I have, you know, ideas. Like, do we need to write a plan out? Like, who do we need to get in front of? And I'm just like, I, I hear you. Um, and it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Not saying that it can't happen, but I think the first thing is that priorities need to change. And I think you elaborated on all of that stuff. There, there's so much attention being focused on, um, you know, the guns and the inability for the lawmakers to change certain laws pertaining to guns. And, but they're taking, you know, certain books out of school. They're taking out things that should not be like, not saying that it's not a priority, but you're focusing on the wrong thing. Facts, facts. And, and you need and, and the focus needs to shift. 
And I don't know what it's going to take for the focus to shift um, because <laughs> this has been going on for decades and decades and nothing has been done. So you would think that the shift would come when you see another shooting and, an, and another group of kids being killed and no, nothing has been, is being done. So I was just telling my friend, I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what the next step is to be honest. Like, of course I'm going to pray about it because that's what I'm supposed to do as a believer. But I think the, the prayer, it has to, um, it has to uh, be combined with some sort of action. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, and, and it's like, you know, and I don't mean to put the burden on the church, <laughs> but I I do feel in some instances the church is too quiet sometimes. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, and I feel like the church needs to get together with other churches and come up with a plan mm -hmm. and get to these people and mm -hmm. do what's necessary. Um so yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. That's that's my my original thoughts on it um, right now. So I'll, I'll yield my mic. I'll probably jump back in. No, that that's good because I believe personally the church as a whole. If all like if Martin Luther King did a national call when they did the Selma to Montgomery march, and I'm talking about white people, black people, to the point where the nation turned over. Why the why the ham and cheese? Now maybe we don't just got no Martin Luther Kings anymore, but why the ham and cheese? us as a body of believers, us as a body of Christ, the black, we already know the black dollar is worth more than anything. We already know black consumers spend most of everything. We already know that half of them black people be in church. However, and I'm like you, Tiffany, I don't want to put the burden on the church, but I do think there is a responsibility from the body of believers to say, okay, well, let's, let's step in and do something. Whether that's getting into the school saying, hey, Let's be better um, monitors of, 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 of the actions that's going on in schools or let's let's try to get God more into the relationship because I think it's dumb. Even yesterday we talked about it, how how some school has a satanic group, but then you you you, you have a problem with going into school and setting up a, a, a children's ministry or, or, or something like that. I think that's foolish. I think it's complete foolish because it's like, where do we grow from here? And you can't always put the burden on the church. You can't always put the burden on teachers. You can't always put the burden on parents. But truth is, that's one of the things that I think that we have to get back to being the community. Because yes, the burden is not going to fall on just one individual. It is a collective group of people. What what they said, the, it takes the village to raise the child. Okay, if the child fails, then whose fault is it? It's not that one parent, in my opinion. It's the village because we had the opportunity to say something. We had the opportunity to intervene. There have been times with you, I wanted to kill people and kill myself. But guess what? Because I had good teachers, because I had good principals, because I had a good youth pastor, you know what I'm saying, or people around me who said no. There's better for you. No, I know you were hurt right now, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and continue to protect you and continue to cover you. Then guess what? That allowed me to get to a better space mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I think a lot of these kids are being so torn down mentally and spiritually, and there's nobody else that helped them um, build that up. 
to where now it's like when they crashing, they crashing. They crashing within suicide. They crashing within depression. They crashing within killing other people. They crash within drugs and, and overdose. Like, I did not know how many of these young kids are on drugs, yo. And guess what? We're sitting by just not really saying nothing, not really doing nothing. And we expect these just these old decrepit white men, excuse my excuse my language, but that's what y'all is. Anyway, we, we allow these old decrepit white men to just do what they want to do. When the truth is, we don't have that same right, we don't have that same expression. And if we don't and we are are aware of that, we have to be counter at, we have to launch counterattacks. You know what I'm saying? Let me put it like that. We have to do something on the flip side that says, hey, since y'all gonna do this for us, we're gonna protect our own. We're gonna look out, look after our own. We're gonna cover our own. And I think that will put us in a position, Tiffany, at some point, that'll put us in at a position to at least have the conversation on how we can start handling things like that. I think right now, a lot of people don't even know how to have the conversation because it's like, well, I, everybody's hands is tied. We don't know what to do. When truth is, it, start, it starts on the smallest of levels with having the conversation with people to change how they deal with conflict, how they deal with communication, how they deal with inner conflict and um, internal issues. Because truth is, if we start looking at the motives of some of these, these shootings and these killings, I think it's really because a lot of people be having these inner conflict issues. And it's like, man, if you don't got a therapist, who else you like, who you gonna talk to? Who gonna help you? And a lot of these kids don't have the adequate help they need. They, I mean, granted, they, sh they should have counselors in school. I remember we had counselors in school, but even still, are these counselors equipped to help them with what they're going through at home? Are they equipped to actually keep them, you know what I'm saying, keep them in a place where they're comfortable? Because truth is, the way a lot of these curriculums are laid out in schools, yeah, a lot of the way the principles and the rules are laid out in schools where it doesn't even allow teachers to build type of healthy relationships with students, I think it's causing us to to fund dysfunction. <laughs> Pastor Charles Priest message told me some defunding dysfunction. I think we we need to really start defunding dysfunction. Like we need more black institutions that are actually able to uplift our kids, keep them woke, but not promote the issue of violence that they have. Because truth is, I think so many of these kids grew up distorted. Let me put it like that. Grew up distorted, grew up with anger, grew up with seeing issues in their home that now sometimes they just mimic the behavior. Like a lot of kids are just mimicking the behavior that they see and we can't really judge them. We can't blame them or anything like that. All we have to do, I think, as believers is really step up and start being the change that we want people to see. Start being proactive. Start being, you know, those things that I think God is calling us to be to these kids. Because if not, yeah, we're going to be stuck, man. We really going to be sad. But listen, I ain't going to go too much longer about that because we had a whole conversation about it yesterday and there's more that we want to get to today. There's so much more that I want to get to today, but I'm going to go ahead and cut into a song break really quickly because y'all know how I am. It's the top of the hour. It's nine o'clock and I don't like, you know what I'm saying, getting into my show without music because y'all know once 930 comes, once nine o'clock hit and everybody start popping in this room, we'll never hear music again. So I definitely want a chance to go ahead and get into another song break really quickly and then I want to come right back. Do me a favor. If you're in the room, go ahead and share the room, ping some people in the room and then we're coming right right back is that all right all right all right let's go let's go
And then since it's Women's Day Wednesday, I'm going to go ahead and try to keep it on the women. But I'm going to throw it to Jordan and I'm going to throw it to Erica Campbell. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got that love to keep it so giddy. Oh, this kind of loving, I was not ready. No, could have found another, no, it's not many. Matter of fact, put this on God, no, it's not any. Oh, when I call him, it's like it's automatic. You make sure I got no static. You'll be showing out, and you keep on blessing me, that's no doubt. Yeah, I can make this up. You keep coming through in a clutch. I know sometimes I be doing too much. Lord, I just need your touch, yeah. Just show the truth, yeah, yeah. It's only you, yeah, yeah. You're the only one I know that makes me feel. Ooh, oh, God, I gotta call you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh yeah, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, if you haven't heard already, you are now tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet. And good morning, good morning, good morning. If you are not already aware, you are finally tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet. Well, we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff to start your spirit off right. With that being said, we're back. We're back. And it's a Wednesday. It's a Women's Day Wednesday. And today is the last Wednesday of Women's History Month. 
So, of course, I definitely want to highlight all my women. Shout out to all my women. Celebrate all the women that are in the building, all the ladies that are in the building, you know what I'm saying, or in the space, or, you know what I'm saying. I, th- I just believe in celebrating you guys because I think that oftentimes people just don't get enough credit. Like, I don't know about y'all, but people just don't get enough credit. Like, y'all got to stop false. I don't know. Y'all got to stop resisting the Holy Ghost. Like, if somebody say, tell them they cute, tell them they cute. I don't care how arrogant they may be. I don't care how. Just go ahead and tell the truth. Even if they all tell them they all. I think that one thing that we got to do is start being honest. We got to start being honest with people. It's okay to tell people the truth. It's okay to compliment somebody. It's okay to tell people something out of love. But we got to start being honest with people. Because I think that's what's causing the heart with so many people. People not being honest. Like, come on now. You got to be honest with people in order for, for you to see the best out of them. That's why I think lying is such an issue. You know what I'm saying? When you lying to people, or you not even just lying to people, when you're withholding the truth, let's put it like that. When you're withholding the truth, when you're withholding of people from what God is calling them to, then guess what? You're stopping them from getting to their greatness. And that's just my opinion. Like, when you withhold yourself from telling people the truth, when you withhold yourself from encouraging people like you should, then guess what? You're stopping them from getting to the greatness that God is calling them to. Now, granted, they can get there by their own means. But truth is, can't nobody get to where God is calling them to be by themselves. Hear me again. Can't nobody get to where God is calling them to get by themselves. Here it is. Let's, let's, let's look at Moses. Moses didn't do it by himself. He had a brother named Aaron and a sister named Miriam. Okay, cool. Let's get to David. Because y'all know I'm, I love calling out y'all favorite biblical characters. Let's get to David. David didn't get that by himself because he had a Samuel that anointed him and he had a Jonathan that helped guide him through the way. Okay, let's get to another one. Let's get to Jesus. Jesus didn't get to that cross by himself. He had a Judas that sold him out for 30 pieces of silver. So if, if you ever expect to get to where God's calling you to get, you cannot do it by yourself. I'm just sorry. I just, I, you just can't, you can't. If you ever, if God called you to be a boss, guess what? You got to learn how to manage employees. Come on now, I'm just saying. You got to, you can't get that by yourself. But it requires honesty and transparency. And I think oftentimes we, we don't like being honest. We don't like being integral and we don't like being transparent. And I think that could be detrimental to a lot of people because we never know what people are thinking. We never know what people are going through. And sometimes it takes that honesty. Sometimes it takes that love and that transparency to push people to the next level. Not necessarily saying pushing them like you're forcing them, but sometimes it takes that extra level of encouragement and motivation to get people to the next to the next level because you don't know what the enemy was saying to them at night you don't know what the their teacher you don't know what them kids at that school been saying you don't we never know and until we step up and be the positive impact to counteract some of this negativity that's in the world then guess what we won't never see the change we won't never see the change but Listen, I'm just trying to try to be more like Jesus. And speaking of, we had a great conversation yesterday about, you know, did Jesus become, was Jesus born the Christ? It was crazy. I finished that conversation on Facebook. Well, I ain't finished it on Facebook. But I had some good old commentary and feedback on Facebook. Because truth is, Trey, thank you so much for coming in. Prophet Christian, thank you so much for coming in. Truth is, and we were talking about it last week. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to try to see if somebody's going to pull the answer out for me. Because it might be the right answer, but it might be the wrong answer for me. I'm just trying to figure it out myself. But if Jesus was born, Jesus the Christ, you know what I'm saying? How are we supposed to be more like Jesus? I think oftentimes, and, and that's what we preaching. You're supposed to be more like Jesus. You're supposed to be more like Jesus, but we don't preach Jesus. 
So if I was to ask a question, JY, today, it would be, how are we supposed to be more like Jesus? The, the, we read the scripture today that Jesus had no sin. You know what I'm saying? He, he never sinned. But how do we supposed to be more like Jesus? Because, I mean, it's inevitable that we're going to sin. The Bible says that we all fall short of his grace and his glory. But what is the, Prophet Christian, you can help me out. What is the mark or what is the metron of where we're supposed to be in meeting Jesus? Is that inviting people to church? Is that us constantly in prayer? Like, how, like, what is the, how do we get more like Jesus? <laughs> Amen. Grace and peace to the room, to God our Father. It is a wonderful Wednesday. It is a, uh, a day that we give God praise, amen, because we made it yet another amen. day. Um, this is a wonderful question um, that you have posed, and I, I think the, the way that I'm going to uh, target this question or answer this question is just like this. We are to be like him and not become Facts. Him. Because I ain't trying to be crucified. We got to be like him and not become him. And I think a lot of people take the phrase, oh, we are to be more like Jesus. And in essence, as somebody is telling you to become like Jesus, mm. right? So th there, there is a difference where, because I can never be prophet, Fact, right? yeah. I can be like prophet because we may have some characteristics right. that are the same. Uh, so if 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 I am um, being like Jesus, so that's why we have the what would Jesus do, yeah. right? So that we can kind of model our lives after the stories of Jesus. We know that he was walking to and fro, walking about the world with the fruit of the Spirit. I need to have self-control. I need to have love. I need to have peace. I need to have joy. I need to have, be meek. I need to be humble. These, these are things that I got to have characteristics in order for me to be like him, not to become him because I can't. Facts, facts. I, can, I, can't, I can't become Jesus. He says that he is, I am. So because he is, I am, I can have what I need because of him. What does the song says? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Y'all ain't going to talk to me this morning. Uh, all of my fear is gone because of him. Why? Because I know who holds my future in his hand. So I'm supposed to be like him. I'm supposed to feed the hungry. There we go. Uh -huh. to close the naked. I'm supposed to, uh, uh, to witness to the lost. I'm supposed to live a life that is an example. That my my lifestyle rings bells, so when I show up, the miracle can happen. That's good. All right, praise God, Amen. So that that's just yeah, I feel something right in there. And I, I JY, I gotta quit. You know, I've been with him, Hallelujah. But but we 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 have to be um, like him and 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 don't become him and and don't even take on the Jesus complex as if you are walking like Jesus. You know, there's so many demigods. Okay, I'm not, not the demigods, <laughs> but um, yeah, there, there are so many demigods, individuals that are stepping in God's way in uh, instead of showing people to God. You you may be the only God people yeah. see. That's why you ought to be like Him, but don't become Him that they come directly to you and they don't know how to tap into the source. 
So we, we have to be, everything that Jesus did, he it, it all led to God, right? So here's the and thing, though, Prophet Christian, and, and, I'm, uh, and I might sure. be backtracking just a little bit, but we was talking about it yesterday. That's fine. We, we was talking about did Jesus, was Jesus born the Christ or did he become the Christ? And Prophet Jerry mentioned something about when Jesus was born, he technically had all power in his hand. Now, I, I got some pushback to that. Truth is, I do got some pushback okay. to that. But if we're to be like Jesus, and I think, if, and I, I could be wrong when I'm paraphrasing him, but he said the reason Jesus was Jesus because he had all power in his hand when he was doing what he did. So my question is, if I'm not Jesus and I can't fully be like Jesus with having all power in my hand, how do we expect people to be more like Jesus in the area of self-control, in the area of, of being compassionate without, um, I guess, without being, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get those people to say, okay, well, if Jesus was more uh, self-control with or without all power, how do we get other, you know uh -huh. what I'm saying? How do we get other people to grasp that concept of you can be just so, like Jesus in that same manner. Even though you don't have all power, you can still have full power of self-control. You know what I'm saying? Those characteristics. Yes. Uh-huh. So a lot of a lot of scripture parables show you how to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh he uh he had a a slick tongue. Um <laughs> I don't know if y'all read the Bible, but I <laughs> When I read, when they start asking, are you Jesus the Christ? He said, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And so, uh, um, yes, Jesus uh, was was born um, with, with the power of who he is. But because he took on flesh, there were some things that we had to see because he says in Hebrews, right, that he is not a high priest. That he can, that he is not uh, able to touch our infirmity, ain't that what the Bible say? Right. So the things that we feel, he feels that too. Uh oh, ain't nobody gonna talk in this Presbyterian church, huh? So when we feel frustrated, when we feel aggravated, when we feel upset, Jesus feels all of that. Why? Because he was born uh, uh, um, in in flesh, right? God needed. A, a, a fleshly body to put Jesus in in order for him to walk the world, to conquer the world. And he did just that. Our position is to look upon him and ask him to help us because we need help. <laughs> he got to help us to be controlled because our temperaments are not good. Um, we need temperance. We need patience. Y'all ain't gonna talk in this Presbyterian church. We our attitudes are too 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 short of a fuse. I'm gonna talk about me. Y'all ain't gonna say that. I'm talking about me. Huh? Come on here. Uh my my attitude or you know, that's why I try to stay in prayer. That's why I start I I try to condition my life to, to stay in a uh, um a posture of prayer, a posture of worship, but more importantly, I try to laugh all day long because I know me when when I get over to that other side, y'all ain't talking. When I get over to that fleshly side, there, there, there's a there's a there's a there's a spirit of rage that rises up, y'all did a bohosha. And I have to really go in. Come on here, Tiffany. I have, to, I have to ask God, hey, you got to help me. Woo-wee because if I react on what I just thought about in my mind 
or what I just visually saw, glory to God. I, I'm they're gonna be some silver. Bra- I like bracelets, but it'll be silver. Glory to God, and I'll be about like Paul, have a prison ministry. Y'all ain't saying nothing, and ain't nothing about it. You know, we done been there, done that road, all that good jazz. But we have to be like him. We have to have control. We have to be able to be meek and lowly. And I think uh, a lot of times we we have to learn how to sympathize and also empathize with individuals in their circumstances and not step in the middle of it and become God for them. And 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 when we get out of that complex, I think a lot of the be like Jesus will will kind of be settled. The score will be settled because everybody is working. It's a day-by-day journey. Listen, we are all human, and our humanistic side don't allow us to be like him. Huh? It's the flesh that killed him. Okay, come on here. It's the it's the flesh that come killed on, him. Come on, come uh, on. So because we are wrapped in flesh, we have a choice. See, that's the that's what it is. All right, God, here we go. I'm coming on through. Here it is. It it is the choice, right? We have a choice to 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 do the things that we do. We choose to react. We choose to go off. We choose to stay calm. We choose to be like God because we have choice. The Bible says in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, we shall all be changed. Y'all ain't saying nothing, but you got to choose change. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gone. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So God be <laughs> Shonda Baho. I feel something creeping, so I'm going to stop talking. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Back to you, prophet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> J.Y. I lost him. I lost him. I'm sorry, yeah. I was talking on mute. What did you say, JY? Uh-huh. I lost him. I, I lost him. See, the enemy wouldn't then let him want to get it out. Right. You had went on. You had you you got a call or something, Prophet Christian. We hit the last part. Yeah, yeah. A call done came through and something done happened and disconnected the phone. But what I'm saying is we in order for us to uh understand the the uh colloquialism of the statement, right? Mm-hmm. To be like Jesus, we we have to debunk it and not try to become him. Because, yeah. because of our flesh, right, because of who we are in these fleshly bodies, we can never become Jesus. But we Fact. can be like him and adapt the characteristics of God and make those characteristics a part of our lives. So that people can see Jesus through us, but but make sure you don't position yourself to become Jesus for others because you're being like him. That's good. Very good. I was about to I was about to jump in and say when we say like, it is literally the attempt to be um whatever something else is. We, as human beings, do not have the capacity to honestly do all of what Jesus did. Like, for instance, 
I tell everybody in a heartbeat. Once I saw y'all throwing rocks at me and spitting on me, I would have been like, man, y'all can die. Y'all own y'all own. I'm coming down off this cross. I ain't carrying this cross down this long old road. I am done with y'all. That's obvious. I couldn't be Jesus because the minute you try to crucify me, I'm crucifying you back. I'm I'm good. Like you know, when he said I could cast, I could call legions of angels. Soon as they would have came, and I've been going off on all of them. Like Judas, I knew you was fair and fake. Facts. Peter, I told you about to keep walking in the water, but you got a friggin' short uh, temperature. I mean, short uh, temper. I would have went like, I would have been like, I would have been going off, like you know, <laughs> it's a rap. Like we we don't have that. We we don't we don't embody the patience. Like half of us, so half of us will make a declaration to God in the morning, like God, I'm going to be this particular way. Um, and as soon as somebody has cut us on cut us off on the road, we ready for them to die. So it's like we 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 don't. We don't have the capacity to carry on that um, that mantle at times, but we understand what that mantle is, which means that we don't we don't take it for granted and we're grateful for it. So what we do to show our gratefulness is that we try to embody the love that Christ had for others and ourselves. So when instead of me cussing out the person that can go off on me. I just like, Lord, I just give him a look. Even though I'm only supposed to give him a look, but even still, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I could be doing a whole lot worse. So it's like we try to embody the image of who God was and the, and the characteristic of who he is. Uh, we, we, we just can't. I mean, but we do take on a lot of the things that go on. That's why the Bible tells us to die on a regular basis. I'm about to go into a bad area, so I'm trying to wrap this up real quick. Uh, it, tells, it tells us to die on a regular basis to things that may seem pleasing to us uh, in order to be pleasing to God. So, um, I, I, it, my, um, I, I, I'm going to try to get my wife to hop on here because she has a great statement about this because her and I have had this conversation before and I don't want to misquote her. Tell but, Brock and Deborah, come on, stop acting anti with us. Man, listen. Uh, 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 I'll talk more about it on Friday. It's uh, um, it's it's some stuff I just don't want to record it. That uh, uh, us together, us together are going through in the midst of a transition. And believe it or not, Prophet Christian spoke this to us before we left Ohio. Um, I don't want to go on a, a tangent. But I, I was reminded when my wife and I were, or as we going through this thing, we uh, we realized that I was just like, man, um, this is literally what was spoken to us um, in the midst of this transition. So um, it, it's hard for her right now. Um, just letting you all know, it's really hard for her. So uh, yeah, but we 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 you know try to, and this is the thing right here. Boom. You, when you're being as Christ and those who was all for you and praising and, and praising God with you, whatever, but then because you don't fit the mold that they want you to fit, now you become almost on the borderline of being crucified. I'm about to go in the bad area, so I'm going to go off here. No, you good. You good. Listen, Prophet Jerry popped in, and I definitely want to throw... Oh, he's on the phone. Oh, damn mind. He on the phone. All right, so let me throw it over to somebody else. Trey... I know you over there, super saved, um, walking in the grace of God. Tell me what it, what does it look like to be more like Jesus? Because I ain't gonna cap. 
I'm somebody who's trying to be like Jesus, like as much as possible. But you know what I'm saying? Even me, I'm still a little, I still, you know, I still fork up. Trey, it's on you. Do do do. You there? Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Um, I have so enjoyed um what I have heard today. Um, in order for us to be like Jesus, we have to do what Jesus did, right? Um, the Bible tells us in order to be a disciple, right, we have to pick up our cross just like he did and follow after him. So the same way he had to carry a cross, we have to carry a cross as well. But our cross is figurative, right? Yeah, 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 yes, it is. Yeah. Um, the same way Jesus had to die, we have to die as well, which is also. Um, but what does that mean? Because the same way Jesus died is not going to be the same way I die. I'm not dying on no tree with my hands spread across. His flesh died. Okay, there you go. There we go. Our flesh has to die as well every single day. It's a prayer that I pray every day, Lord, kill my flesh so that my spirit man can live today so that my spirit man makes my decisions because of my flesh makes my decisions. I'm not going to do anything right today. So we have to do what Jesus did. Jesus gave us examples. Jesus fasted. Jesus consecrated. People, Christians think that fasting is something that is optional. I beg to differ. If Jesus did it, then we have to do it as well. Jesus was tempted, right? We have to go through all of these things just like he did. But I believe the Bible, and the Bible tells us that the same power that rose up Jesus from the dead, that same power is the same power that we have. So even though we are flesh, even though we do fall short, even though all that stuff, we have the opportunity to do right because we have his spirit that empowers us to do right and to make the right decisions. So with so with discipline, hello, uh, with the fruit that we produce, which is love and joy and temperance, like all that stuff, that helps us to be like him. Amen. Um, Jesus studied the word. He was in the temple all the time studying and listening. We have to do the same thing. We have to listen. We have to study to show ourselves approved. Jesus prayed. We have to do the same thing and we have to pray. So if we read about the things that Jesus did, he loved people. We have to love. He forgave. We have to forgive. He fasted. We have to fast. He consecrated. We have to consecrate. Um, he studied. We have to study. If we do all of these things, that's how you be more like Jesus. And like Christian said, it's not about being Jesus. None of us have the capacity to be like him because you're not going to beat up on me because I'm going to hit that tail back. 
And now I got the gun. So now you can get shot. That's the part right? of Jesus you ain't worked you, out yet, yeah, right? You're not, you're not, you're not finna spit on me. I ain't right. trying to know. That's the part of Jesus you ain't no. worked out yet. You ain't worked on that. I got, and, and, I ain't, and I ain't trying to work on it. If you put your hands on me, if you put your hands on me, you get hit back. It is what it is. I ain't trying to work on it. <laughs> no, I ain't. I have not quite got there yet. I, I am I'm Peter in that area. I will cut That's you. That's how you got to be I more like po- Jesus. <laughs> Hello. I will poison you. I will cut you. I will shoot you. <laughs> I will pour acid on you. I ain't got all the way there yet. But <laughs> if we do what Jesus did, that's how we're more like Jesus. So again, I just named the whole <laughs> list of things that Jesus did. And if we do those things, then we ought to be more like him. And I dig that. Tracy, I will poison you. <laughs> Yo, I'm screaming. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm a weak. Tracy, uh-uh, I ain't got to that part of being like Jesus yet. Them characteristics I ain't got yet. Because you spit on me, baby, we both going to hell together. <laughs> That's my... Woo. I'm sticking with it, Trey. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Look, we got Pastor Jerry and um, uh, Pastor Charles here. And Pastor Jerry, I pulled out something that you said yesterday when we were talking about did Jesus become or was Jesus born. And you and you could clarify this if I'm saying it wrong. But the question today came from, you know, what we said yesterday. Because if y'all are saying Jesus was born, Jesus with all power in his hands, his grace and mercy, and we're supposed to become more like Jesus, how can we do that? if we don't have all power, like Jesus had all power. Cause I don't got, like Trey just said, I don't got the power to not hit somebody back sometimes. <laughs> I don't got the power to not lay these hands sometimes. <laughs> like Trey, if you spit on me, guess what? Expect, I, I, no, I no, no, you do know. I, I do have the power to refrain. I would just choose not to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but the Bible was clear. The same power that he had, we do have. We, but we have to choose to yield to that power. Just good. because I have the power doesn't mean that I'm obedient to it all the time. So just because the Holy Ghost tells me, Trey, do that, I can choose not to do it. Or just because the Holy Ghost um, will lead me to do something, I can still choose to do it or not. And the Holy Ghost may lead me not to hit you back, but I feel like I'm not going to yield to it. But we have the power <laughs> to just choose not to yield. I'm so weak. That's right. <laughs> he said, I just feel like I'm not going to yield to it. <laughs> I love it. At least you're being honest, though, because that's a lot of people like us. Like, we have the power to refrain. We have the power to resist. But truth is, maybe the Holy Ghost still like activating us to cause us to resist. So that's where that actual power comes in. At. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Pastor Charles, Prophet Jared, do y'all want to um, jump in? Because I'm trying to figure out how I become more like Jesus <laughs> without becoming Jesus. Because I ain't trying to get crucified. But apparently, I guess you do got to get crucified. Uh. Pastor Charles? Well, I was going to yield. I was waiting to see if uh, Prophet Jerry was going to come on. Uh, but listen, uh, first of all, good morning, everybody. Um, it's morning. a great day. It's a great day, but um, I will say you took it about being more like Jesus. Um, 
I just went over a scripture uh, last night for a Bible study. And it was so funny because it was like, uh, the scripture basically says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, um, what mind is that? What mind is that? And it's in Philippians 2. And it goes down this whole list of things. And uh, and then before I, before the night was out, before the night was out, uh, my 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 my, uh, my patience was tried. Um, and it was funny, um, you know. I just and see when I when I get really upset a lot of times now, I just get quiet because I don't you know because I don't want to be saying nothing that right. I'm gonna regret later or whatever. Right. But sometimes these folks will just bear down on you and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. And then it's like, okay, y'all can stop at any time. You can stop talking about it. Move on. I was actually talking to my boys, you know, because they, they, they're, you know, they're probably a little bit more ske- uh, skeptical about certain things than I am. I'm the open guy. You know, I'm I'm usually pretty open about certain things, but they're, more clothes. Mom, their mom is kind of like that, or has been like that. She's bad. Way she's not like that as much now, but but they can be so very uh, closed, and then they put all these different little fears around you. You know, you don't know right. who that person is. That person can come and could do this and everything. And I'm like, I'm waiting for it to just die. I'm waiting for the conversation to quit, and then I'm over here. You know, I said, well, let me just go ahead and let me just zone out of that, and let me play a little solitaire on my. What happened, Pastor? I'll come back, come back, come back. Listen there. Okay. Then they get mad with me, and then um, was like, "What? Well, what are you doing?" And and you up there on your phone, you ain't paying attention. And I'm like, I'm trying to zone you guys out, so I don't, you know, and I didn't tell you, so I don't cuss you out. Like, Y'all just shut up. I'm, I am not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like you in certain areas like this. I'm not gonna be faithless. Uh, like you are, and if something happens in life, we've got some setups that will help us to get through it, you know. Uh, but anyway, it was just one of those kind of moments, and so I said all that to say, you, you're trying to be like Christ. We are trying to be like Him, and having His mindset when it comes to certain things. I'm not going to say that it's always easy, but it, it can be in some areas. And the other thing is, is that we serve God not just second, second by second. But we serve God choice by choice as we come up with a, something that happens and a choice comes. Is this something that we should do or something we shouldn't do? And it depends on what that thing is and it depends on how well it, it goes with you or how it feels or whatever. You'll do certain things. And so you have to actually um, allow the mind of Christ to be inside of you. And the only way you're going to do that is to study his words. And to know what the mind of Christ is, to know what the mind of Christ is, is to study what the scriptures say concerning those things. Do I do them all the time? Absolutely not. I wish I could say that to a degree, but even then, in this human flesh, there's always going to be something that we got to deal with. And it's okay. It's okay because we do have the power of Holy Spirit inside of us that will help us to do everything that we need to do. Um, you know? And So when uh, Jesus you know, entered. Pastor Charles, now, and this is my this is my dichotomy with this thing. So when Jesus had those fleshly moments, did he just like activate the the God in him and just be like, oh, okay, no, I ain't gonna do that because it's God in me. 
Well, see, that's the thing. You know, what we would like to be able the scripture says he was tempted in all ways that we are tempted, yet was that was without sin. So if that's what the scripture says, we believe it. And you know what? Um, amen. <laughs> I'd uh, to be more like him in that area would be wonderful. I'd like to be able to, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to be able to resist having cheesecake whenever I see it on, you know, I go to Cheesecake Factory. I'd love to be able to go to Cheesecake Factory and not get a slice of cheesecake. I'd love to be able to do that. But most 90% of the time, I will go ahead and I will buy something that will um, tickle my tongue. Now, does it help me in the long run? Of course, you know, we've got all these doctors and people around that tell us that, oh, this is terrible. You could kill yourself and blah, blah, blah. But I can also walk out in the middle of the street in front of a speeding truck and kill myself too. But uh, uh, anyway, my, my point though is, is that it just takes a minute, man. And, and I love for us to be able to be human for a minute and allow um, that human side of what, of what home, the Holy Spirit, if you listen to him, he will take that human and turn it into, um, into something else in terms of more spiritual, I guess. So anyway, that's my take on it. I'm, I've not arrived. Uh, so I'm probably not the one to really give a whole lot of talk to it. But anyway, God bless. Listen, you most, you the most saved to me. Like, I ain't, you might, look, I tell y'all, Pastor Charles is my clubhouse pastor. I got a real pastor in real life. And a real prophet who's over my life, who I talk to at least every two weeks, if not every week. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, Pastor Charles gonna help me out. Because I be confused, like, because I get it. I get it in a sense. But then that's what I, 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 yeah, I'm scared to go. I'm finna go to school for this theological stuff and this ministry stuff. Because truth is, when we talk about the life of Jesus, you know what I'm saying? A lot of it isn't confusing, but a lot of it needs to be put in a place of understanding. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says with all that getting, get an understanding. And I think for a lot of people, we read the word. We hear we hear the word preached every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night. However, you know what I'm saying? It's just understanding the 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 true concept of how do we be more like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Even with the fruits of the spirit. They say, yeah, have the fruits of the spirit. That's gonna make you more like Jesus. But it's it's part of the process of understanding that. Because even Jesus went and slept. The Bible said that Jesus was on a boat sleep. Even Jesus got angry. The Bible says that he went into the temple and flipped over tables. Even Jesus called people out their names because the Bible says that he called them prudes and vipers and, and snakes and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to justify anything, but I'm trying to understand how do we as people become better? Because for those of you that missed the beginning of the room, we were talking about the tragedy that happened in, um, North, uh, not North Carolina, Nashville. And we were talking about the, the, the developments on the story and how the story is kind of unraveling from her motives. And part of my solution was, we need to start inviting more people to church. We need to start getting more people closer to God. We need to start getting more per, uh, people connected to Jesus. But sometimes when we bring them into church or when we try to get them connected, sometimes it seems like they can get more hurt than healed. So it brings me to the question of how can we be like Jesus to help heal people instead of hurting people? So anybody else can jump in. I just want to refresh for a second, but anybody else can jump in on this topic. We can how start do we get by, more like Jesus? We can start by stop saying what how the church hurts Ooh. we can start by that's that. good that's good Jerry. we can start by stop exposing the frailties of the church well the church that the church people listen stop it yeah we can start by there 
Because if anybody gives you a bad review of a restaurant, you're not going to want to go. We are. We have been giving the church bad reviews from church people. Number one. Number two, we don't invite people to a building. We invite them to have a changed life. We don't even invite them to the building no more. Because they're not coming into the building. This is why we have platforms like this. This is why we have social media. Facts, facts, Although it was, although some people can use it for other reasons. Oh, it's the devil. Oh, Facebook is the devil. But watch this. The same Facebook you said was the devil when the pandemic happened. Y'all tells was on it. Yeah. Facebook lives. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, you between two opinions. Come on, make, make up your mind what is it going to be. We as the church, and, 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 I, and we talked about this yesterday with uh, 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 Pastor Jacob. We need to become defenders of, of the, the gospel. Faith. Yeah, yeah, we do. Defenders of the faith. Stop talking about church or to people who don't. That's why I don't go to church. Now. Get out of my face. Come on. We have to become defenders of this gospel, defenders of the faith, defenders of what we say we believe. But in. Pastor Jerry, here's here's a question, and I'm sorry, this just prompted me just now when when you said that. How do we defend a faith that's always offending people? You got to stand in what you believe. Number one, number two, that's good. N- number two, you have to present Jesus to be appetizing. Uh, See, see, I I can have a very good meal. My friend and brother, uh, Prophet Rafi Davis, who is my best friend in the room. Watch this. He he loves it when I make lamb chops. (laughs) He loves it when I, but watch this. That's right. I can make him my best lamb chops, but he's not going to eat it if I serve it to him on a garbage can. How are we presenting Jesus Christ? Are we presenting him in an appetizing way that says, I want to know more about the God you serve? That's how we must present it. Without, here it is, without compromise. Without compromise. Without, without trying to uh, 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 shade off this. No, no, no. We got to present Jesus the way, the way he needs to be presented in this hour time. So it's now embraced yeah, yeah that's how yeah. we can start that's good that's good anybody else what, well, yeah, what a good ana- what a good analogy there i talked about presenting jesus in a in a way that would be pleasing that is that is a great great analogy and, and it's amazing and the sad part about it is is that a lot of us are not is when I when I think when I say real, uh, I think a lot of times some people are are trying to say they want to see you in your mess, but I think sometimes, uh, in fact, the best discipleship a lot of times to me is you walking alongside someone and being able to see them, and then in certain um, situations how they react or how they deal with it. That's what I was going to say. Does that show you the Jesus than other people though, based off of how they react, how they respond? Right. I mean, think about it too. Think about it if you if you've been watching or let me just say this there's a great show i guess what is it called the chosen 
And it's a really, I like it just because it kind of really presents Jesus in a, in a, in a, I hate to say in a human way, because he was human, but he was also. He was. So, uh, so the, the thing is, is that he, they present him in, in such a light where in regular life. And I think for us, a lot of times we see Jesus on the pages, but we've never really seen him, seen him acted out except for being, you know, the beat to death at, at Easter time. We never saw him or never saw him come to life on the pages where you see him go from day to day and doing day to day things. And uh, so anyway, it's a, it's, it's very, very, uh, um, I know it's, it's one person's interpretation and that kind of thing, but it does bring him into a, a, um, uh, a day-to-day life for all of us. Somebody asked me, and I'm going to ask you the same question because I was kind of baffled when they asked me. Do you think you will still follow Jesus if you met him in person versus how you would talk Jesus? That's a, that's a hard question because... Uh, I know, right? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Even like when I was I talking about the chosen, right? Because we know the story from what scripture says, you're automatically thought, your thought process automatically is, oh man, can't y'all see that's Jesus? Can't you see that he's trying right. to help us? Can't you see that? Yeah. But we have to really think about this thing. They have never seen this before. Yes. They have never seen anyone do the things that they did. And they have been told and that there are rules and regulations to this. You can only enter in by a certain way and a certain profile you right, can only right. do certain things on certain days yeah. and these are the things that have blessed the people all these years and what they didn't realize was jesus came to cut through that and say you did all that stuff and that's nice but i'm trying to give you another way trying to give you a way that doesn't include you having to kill yourself so to speak with rules and regulations of men and and so i, I don't know i mean I, I would have to say there are some people that i love dearly that are in miracle working areas and do some certain things a little, and they cut across the grain. That I wouldn't do that, and I'm just kind of thinking I might would be Nicodemus at night or Nick at night, you know, asking questions in the background because we've already got something established here, and I don't want to rock the boat. That's, that's that's kind of my nature. My point is, is though, if Jesus, if we if we had no if we had no record. Of Jesus at all, he he was in here in our time. He would be martyred. He would be he, again, again. It would happen. And I, I don't know what to say about that, but I mean, it's that's the best I can give, because because you know we we're looking at it from 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 historical, because we we know what he's done. And so that's a harder situation there. I hope that makes sense. Stop talking on mute. My fault. I was trying to see that anybody else want to jump in right there because that was real good, Pastor Charles. Following Jesus requires the revelation of who he is. Okay. See, again, but make that go, make what, sense, Pastor Jerry, to somebody I, who wasn't taught Jesus. Because what, I ain't no cap. I was taught Jesus. Well, I wouldn't say I was taught Jesus, but I was taught Jesus. I grew up in church. So since the beginning you would, of my You life, were taught somebody's perception of Jesus. Facts. Okay, okay, okay. And not your personal relationship with them. Uh-huh. See, when you have a personal relationship with Jesus, 
that get, watch this here's the word here's a big word it becomes idiosyncratic Meaning, this is my view. This is my perception. Perspective. This is my learned this, this experience. Watch this. this. Not only That's is good. it my perspective, my perspective and perception, but my perspective and perception comes through how he has revealed himself to me. Yeah, who experience. he yeah. is to me. That's good. See, we, we we've been taught about this Jesus, and we've been taught about. Watch this. Our grandmother's Jesus. Mm, that's good. We've been taught our forefathers, Jesus. Yeah. But let me ask you, and we've had this question in this room before. Matthew 16. But who, who do, I feel, who do you say, say that, that I, I am? That's good. What is your personal relationship with me? And guess what? The relationship with Jesus evolves every single day. It, it, it evolves every day because the more you talk to him, the more he will talk to you. And the more I feel the Holy Ghost and the more he will, here it is, reveal himself to you daily. This is a daily walk. Yeah, it's a fact, daily, fact. moment by moment, second by second. And you cannot perceive Jesus through the eyes of others. Yeah, who is good. he is to, who is he to you? to you? Who is he to you? Yeah. What what is your relationship with Jesus? Yeah. What what is the data? What is the data Ooh, that he good. has revealed to you? What are the secrets that he has revealed himself to you about? You, 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 we've got to come out of this uh, relationship. Well, uh, uh, my grandmama. Okay, your grandmama told you that's wonderful. But guess what? Who is he to you today? Yeah, yeah. What does he mean to you today? What has your personal and experience what, been with you? Thank, thank you. Yeah. So it's it's personal. It's personal. We can't have a we can't have a a vicarious relationship with Jesus to the lives of other people. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I think that's what it is. A lot of people are so stuck on. Okay, well, people are trying to teach Jesus. And yes, you can teach Jesus to, to a certain extent. However, I think that understanding the life of Jesus comes with that personal revelation. It comes with that personal study because, yeah, my, my interpretation of Jesus might be a little different because Jesus to me was a rebel. So I can, <laughs> Jesus was shook in the shaking the table. <laughs> like... Uh, can but I, that can doesn't I, mean Jesus ain't had discipline. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can go I for it. Real quick. Yes, anybody, go for it. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Miss Tiffany, and then I'm going to throw it over to, what's, uh, how do you say your name, Ralphie Davis? I'm going to throw it over to uh, Mr. Davis. So Tiffany, it's on you, then uh, Mr. Davis. So I love what uh, Prophet Jerry um, spoke about, the, the personal encounter. And as much as we, you know, we hear about Jesus every Sunday, um, we're, we're the education part of it. We're being taught about Jesus, but the transformation won't happen until we have that encounter with him. And I, I think it was Pastor Charles that mentioned the, the show Chosen. I, I've watched that show before. And I will say that that seeing um, what I read on the screen gave me an, an entirely different outlook on the scriptures. And just a, a, a quick example, 
um, I believe I can't remember if it was the first episode or or what, but they showed the the picture of they showed a, a scene with Mary Magdalene in there. Um, now, when I read the scripture about Mary Magdalene, um, all I've known about her was it was some woman who was demon possessed, right? Um, but in that that scene in, in the chosen, it shows Jesus walking by her and he calls out the name of Lilith. And I said, okay, well, who is Lilith? Because that name is not mentioned in the Bible. Um, but I said, okay, well, let me do a little research on there because when Jesus called her Lilith, she immediately stopped what she was doing as she turned around and she looked at Jesus and there was an encounter that happened because there was nobody else that was able to call her by her name and just doing research. Oh my God. The word Lilith was a part of a Jewish uh, folklore. Uh-huh. And that word meant demon. It was to characterize that she was possessed of evil spirits. Jeez. And when you have that encounter with Jesus, there comes a time where it's no longer, okay, I've heard about, they they heard that the Messiah was coming, mm -hmm. but until Jesus stepped on the scene and was able to identify what she was going and he was able to identify a, a, a name that nobody else was able to, um to, to they were not able to diagnose, they were not able to, to cast out, they were not able to do all of these things. And her life changed once she met Jesus. So sometimes, even though we receive the education from the church, we, we have a Sunday school, we have all of these different ministries that are able to provide the background and the nature of who God is and, G, and, uh, G, and why Jesus came. It is up to the individual to seek that personal relationship with God, because that's the only way the transformation is going to happen. So I, I'll, I'll yield my mic there. Do me a favor, hold on. Y'all gotta pause and put me on to this chosen show. Pastor Charles, you just told me about it once. And I ain't gonna cap. I looked it up, but it ain't come up on my um my Roku TV. You gotta put me on to the chosen, Pastor Charles. What you doing? I have a I have a question. Hold on, just... hold on, Carlos, hold on. I need to figure out how I find chosen real quick. Cause I'm trying, y'all know I'll be Googling at the same time. Dude, I think it's I think it's under the bid angel. So that's how I search on like the uh, a TV with the app with the Roku light. Yeah, TV. actually, chosen should pop up. Actually, see, I popped, I typed in the chosen, but nothing came up. So you said type in Vid TV or <laughs> what's the app called? I downloaded the app. I think it's the Angel. Okay, the Angel app. Let me try the Angel app. You can even look it up on Facebook too. Okay, okay. It'll be easier to go there. But I'm easier to go there. Okay, I'm finna look it up that way. All right, I'm sorry, Carlos. What you what you was going to I was gonna ask if we could recap that Lilith situation one more time. Oh well, I don't know about that. That's Tiffany. Tiffany, can you rehash so, that just a little bit? Can you rehash yeah, that? So in the show. Um, the woman that was identified to be Mary Magdalene, um, when she encounters Jesus the first time, he calls her by the name of Lilith. And Lilith 
is to my knowledge is not anywhere in the bible and it's not used to describe her in the bible um but i just did my own personal research uh research because i was curious and i'm like well is that her birth name is that her you know her nickname um but instead that lilith was to characterize that she was possessed of evil spirits Okay, yeah, I just, I just, I think that show has done a stretch. <laughs> just from listening, yeah, so, okay, yeah. Carlos, have I, you seen it? No, but, but for Jesus to call that woman Lilith, um, kind of, con kind of contorts Jewish and Hebrew history and mythology. Um, so, so Lilith is in Hebrew folklore not religious circles, in Hebrew folklore, um, is referred to as Adam's first wife in Hebrew folklore and mythology. Um, and any identification of Jesus using Jewish or Hebrew culture to identify a woman with a name such as Lilith is a huge stretch for Jesus to do. So it's just interesting. And, and I just say that um, because I know a lot of shows take license and, you know, it would be the kind of same as if we were to take the Left Behind series and say, you know, that it's, that it's totally inspired and that we should ingest those things. But I would just What's be the careful. Left Behind series? So back in the 90s, all the world's supposed to end in the 2000s, all that stuff, the apocalypse, all that, right? And, and people were actually holding true to that and, and built entire churches and theologies around Left Behind and all that. Um, I see we have to be careful, like we say, anything pop culture that we ingest, um, anything like this show, because what that has done is it has actually demonized Mary Magdalene um, in a way that really, really concerns me. Um, but yeah, I, I would think say. we would have to watch it first before we get a full because I mean, it is it is interpretation of what she's saying. So no, I it's not. Yeah, I'm not basing on her interpretation. The fact that Jesus calls this, calls Mary Magdalene Lilith is a in in this show is is concerning. I don't know who Lilith is. I'll have to I'll have to go back and look at that. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Pastor Charles, but, but overseer. Yeah, Charles. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Uh, but uh, but the thing is, is that um, rem remember um, when when Jesus was actually. Um, casting out the demons, and, they, and he and he asked, "What's your name?" And they said, "Legion," for we uh -huh. are many. Um, I think that even from that particular situation, if that was the thing, he, he may he may have turned around and said, "I like talking to the spirit rather than talking to Mary as as such." And so maybe I mean, I, like I said, I have to kind of go back and look at that. But all I know is is that at the end of the day, the realness of this was was that he he was outside of he call it outside the lines or, or you know and and i'm just yeah. trying to think but I'm that's why to think i asked that question that, that says if jesus was alive today or we were alive in that time do you think we would have followed jesus too or do you think we probably would have been like everybody else I, that's that's that's, yes. that's what i would like to believe i like to believe that yeah we, I mean, but we have history we have history we don't which, we don't, which is what they didn't have uh, Carlos, and, echo from the car 
That's why I had music. There we go. And so with that said, like you saying that, like even in this example of him calling her Lilith, right? And, and drawing from from Jewish mythology. So does that mean that Jesus is a believer in mythology, in astrology? So then we gotta we gotta wrestle with that, right? Because that reference is not a biblical or spiritual reference. Right. That's what she said. It wasn't in the Bible. But I've heard right. a lot of stuff Lilith. was taken out of the Bible. A lot of things were taken out of the scripture, so I I, I can't understand that. <clears throat> um, like that's why you have Josephus, you know. Hold on, I mean? Raffi. Hold on, hold on. Let me go and follow you right quick because see you, you Who's and Raffi. Hey, Raffi, how you doing, man? Of God, that's my best friend. Uh huh. Y'all better get ready. Because, get ready. Because he he talking he talking my kind of talk that makes people mad because people don't want to hear that. <laughs> Let me go back to the computer. Let me hit the rewind button because Ralphie got to start over. <laughs> start over, Ralphie. We listening. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hello, everybody. I'm here for a short, a short, a good time, but not a long time. But uh, I'm enjoying the dialogue going back and forth. I uh, give respect to the uh, facilitator. I don't see his name. I just see Prophet. <clears throat> And to my best friend and brother, Master Prophet Williams, and to a prophet is Indian, to all the men and women of God on the stage, uh, God bless you. But yes, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of things were taken out of the Bible, and uh, um, and this guy Carlos, man, I, I enjoyed your uh, just a little snippet of what you said. I love to listen to intel to have a conversation with intelligent people. I also enjoyed you. Uh, woman of God, Tiffany and Pastor Charles. But uh, I mean, yeah, and, and a lot of that doings was by the Catholic Church. Um, you all can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, sometimes people are afraid to go beyond the 66 My books. God. Oh, I my like you. God. I like you. Hold on, Ralph. My God. <laughs> my Hello, we found a new friend. <laughs> Yeah, man, because see, when you, I mean, it's there. Some of the stuff is uh, is definitely missing and many people are on quest. So sometimes it'll lead you as long as you have a base, you know what yes. I'm saying, on what you understand, you know what I mean? As long as you have a base. But um, like when you hear stories about you got to go in, in, in detail and study, you find out about the Maccabees and stuff like that. Josephus. Mute, 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 mute. Come on, sir. You know what I mean? D different things like that. It'll it'll make sense to you. You know what I mean? As well as studying. But Ralphie, here's my scholars. pushback, and I'm just going to push you just a little bit. Go ahead. In our culture, like I said, I, was, I, I granted, I met Jesus and I was taught Jesus, but the Jesus mm -hmm. who was taught wasn't found in the Maccabees. It was found in the four synoptic gospels. So how right. do we... So how do we expand ourselves to say, okay, well, Jesus, can we find you outside of this and still be solid in our foundation of who we know you are? Well, I, yes, you can, because the spirit, um, which is an advocate for the truth, the Holy Ghost, he's very important, you know, when you to have him, he's very important because he, he number one, he's the author. When you understand scripture, scripture was, uh, given by divine inspiration, divinitus inspirata, you know what I mean? Divine inspiration, um, so, which means that, you know, it was recorded as it was uh, by men that was moved on by the Holy Spirit to write, period. 
Lord you know what God, what was you Friday and Thursday? <laughs> I didn't know nothing about <laughs> I didn't know anything about the room. But um you gotta have the Holy Ghost because if not, then you'll lean to your own understanding. Hey. Come on, sir. You know what I'm hey. saying? And uh you'll be and that's what science try to do. They try to, you know, explain certain things, you know, to uh debunk the fact that there is a God and all of this mess. But you gotta have the Holy Ghost because when you even look at um well, what is it? Nicodemus. He was he was one that came to Jesus by night. Come on. He was trying to understand the concept of regeneration and being born again. He says, you know, how is that possible? Can a man enter into his mother's womb a second time? No, Jesus said, you got to be born of the spirit. You know, these, this is spiritual things. Like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the carnal the finite mind cannot digest or understand the things of the spirit. So you need one thing about the Holy Ghost. You may not be the smartest. Let's go back to our mothers and fathers. Come like, you now. know, um, they were not, you know, our grandmothers. They were not the most educated. Come you on. know what I mean? They were not the most intellectual. They were limited and what they knew, you know yes. what I mean? But one thing we could not deny is that they had power yes, with God, yes. which means they had a relationship with God. They you know what I'm experience. saying? Yeah. And, uh, and see, that's the difference between the Sanhedrins, the Pharisees, and the religious leaders of that day. They knew the letter, but they, they, you know, they didn't have a relationship. And we got proof because they could not even recognize Jesus when he showed up. You know what I mean? And, and, and it was the miracles. God used the miracles to build their faith. That's why a lot of Jesus, what he did, like he intimidated the status quo. And he watched it. He said, I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm here because you you couldn't keep it. That's why I, I was listening to you, my brother. You said, well, Jesus flipped over tables. You know, Bible said he was angry. There was no sin in being anger, angry. He was angry, but he sinned not. That was That's what you call a righteous indignation. Because when he on, showed man. up to his father's house, you know. I got a reason was, to be angry. That's right. Because <laughs> what was going on you know, shouldn't have been going on. And you know what I'm saying? That's like you showing up at your house and uh, you confused because what should be going on isn't and, and what is going on shouldn't That's be going good. on. So he went in and, and set order. It was a righteous indignation. And then he was coming against those religious leaders. They were trying to keep the law and give strength to something that kept us bound, that God was not pleased in anyway, because he said, I've come to do what the law couldn't do. The law was a foreshadow. He was never pleased with it. Watch your voice, sir. Watch your voice. Uh, Come on now. (laughs) He was never pleased with the law. You know what I'm saying? That's why the scripture says, once he went and and, and he he was the, 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 the sacrifice, he sat down at the right hand of the father. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I'm getting excited. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we have, and then the scripture says we have not a high priest because that's his position now. He's the high priest. You know, he's seated at the right hand of the father and he's making intercession for us. 
You know what I'm saying? We have not a high priest. And you know, the priest's job was to go and sacrifice, go to God on the behalf of the people. You know what I mean? That's why he says, now that he died, the veil was rent. We don't need nobody to go on our behalf. We can go boldly before the throne of grace. He says, you are a royal priesthood, which means a kingdom of priests. Because now we don't need nobody to go for us. That's why the Catholic Church is so rich, because they had the mobsters coming and doing confessions, you know what I'm saying, and thinking they can pay for their sins and all of that stuff. No, no, no. He says, now you can come boldly to the throne of grace. But the point I wanted to bring in is that our forefathers, our, our grandmothers, they, they, you know, they did not, they were fragmented. You know, they did not have as much, you know, um, information available to them. No, I'm not going to say that. They just wasn't educated. You know what I mean? Now we have seminary. Now I tell people in this day and time where information is so much so at our disposal, you one click away. Although you have to be careful of the sources, so you gotta have some kind of base and working knowledge. It's gotta be sound doctrine. Even when you go in the seminary, as I heard you talking about you wanting to go in the seminary, you got atheists that are teaching seminaries. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful with that. You got to have the Holy Ghost. You got the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, he'll lead you into all truth. It's basically, he'll tell you, it's like uh, uh, eat the meat and spit out the bone kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because when it comes down to rightly dividing the word of truth, first of all, let's go back to this. I'm gonna, And I'm going to shut up, shut up talking because I can get going. I love me and my brother. This is what we do all the time. We talk about the word. We talk in the word, you know, um, you got to understand that the Bible was written to three class of people. This is, and this falls in place, you know what I mean, with rightly dividing the word of truth. You know what I'm saying? It, it was written to the Jews, the Gentile in the church. So where do, do I fit in that? Then if you're going to study the Bible, you know what I mean, and be infect, effective, you got to go to the original language of the text. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this this is just tools to help you. I'm driving a point here. And we know um, scholars that are on the stage, you know that the Bible was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. You know what I'm saying? So in order to get the full understanding, these are things that maybe, uh, I'll just say names like a, like a mother Boyd, you know what I mean? A Stella Boyd. And we, you know, she's often imitated a lot with the shots and, and they had power with God. You know what I mean? They had miracles because when God sends you to be a representative of him, the scripture says, and these signs is going to follow them that believe. So, you know, um, to just tie in and not get so this generation is missing the signs they're missing power also you know what i'm saying they, but but the best way because you said something was good i was trying to get there but you know sometimes certain things just drop on me it'll take me another way um you said something powerful because this is what god has given me one thing this 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 generation lacks and that's fruit that's fruit because you can talk all day long, but people are not listening to what you say. They're listening to what you do. This is why Jesus cursed the fig tree. You know what I'm saying? Because it looked like it was producing from a distance. The Bible said he hungered. He Come hungered. On, sir. Come on, and, sir. And he looked in a distance and, and he saw the fig tree. You know what I mean? And the scripture said it was close. So we've mastered looking the part. 
Oh my goodness, we have the form. You know what I mean? We have all of that stuff. But when he got close to it, my dear brother, and he began to inspect what was on that tree, on, the scripture said he found no fruit. The fruit is not for us. It's for, it was false advertisement. It was, this is why he cursed. Now, some scholars would say, Pastor Charles, that it wasn't the season for the fig tree to yield or give fruit. And that is correct. But Jesus was sending a message to those that supposedly represented him, like those hypocrites and those who he called vipers. You know what I'm saying? He sent a message to them. You know what I mean? They was perpetrators or whatever, however you want to call them. You know what I mean? He cursed it to send a message to them. Like, you know what I mean? Don't don't look the part, but you don't have any fruit. People are looking for fruit in this hour, especially you did. This is the finest hour of the church. Let's let's just, and I'm not talking about a denomination, you know what I mean? Because so many people that has birthed a prejudice in the body of Christ denomination, you know, is just a difference of men's opinion. There's yet but one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Come on now, but sir. Come on, the, sir. The, the gifts of this thing, my brother, is love. The scripture says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, then you are sounding brass to tinkling cymbal. You, and then you got to know how to win them, my brother. Jesus said, Jesus said that when I was hungry, you know what I mean? Did you feed me? You know what I mean? We are God's hands in the earth realm. We are representatives. So the base of it is love. With loving kindness have I drawn thee. And watch this. Love don't condone, you know, and it don't condemn. You know what I mean? Love corrects too now because folk don't want to be corrected. Love would tell you yeah, come what on, you want to hear, but what you need to hear. You know, and whom the Lord loveth, he does what? He chasteneth. You know what I mean? So, and love is an action word for God is love. You know what I mean? So you got, if you say you want to hear, I was talking to a woman of God yesterday and I said, you cannot love God and not love people. Now that don't mean that folk are not going to get on your cot picking nerves because they will, especially when you got half of a piece left. You know what I mean? But God will give you grace to love them individuals, to love them boogers. You know what I'm saying? because that's how we're going to win them. That's the bait. That's what kept him on the cross. If we erased everything in the Bible and we just hung our hinges on John 3.16, for God so loved the world with that all of the evil, yeah. with on, all sir. of the evil that's going on in this, in this world, my brother, there is no evil, no force that is more powerful than love. For God so loved the world, my God. This is a love walk that he gave. That's the action. He gave his life. My God, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to hang my hat there. And uh, that's what I got to say. I can say more, but I don't want to take up too much time. Thank you for this space and time. It's okay. We'll invite you back for an interview one day. I'll be thrown out when they invite these guest preachers up here. But guess, guess what? We're going we gonna to invite you back, bro. Because you, <laughs> you just gave he's a full word. of the word. I'm telling he you, he's word. full of the word. <laughs> and, you know, let me just put a, let me just put a, put a, put an insert here. Pastor Jared, it's your friend. That's my best friend. We grew up together since childhood. Let me tell y'all something. No one. I don't, I don't, I don't see how preachers can have friends who are not preachers. 
see how prophets who, who have friends who are not prophets. Me and this man of God, we talk together all the time. And all the time we talk together, it's about the word. It's about advancing. It's about the kingdom of God. We, 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 we cut up. We laugh. We have fun. But yet the basis of our relationship, watch this. We have kindred spirits and we connect. I just wanted to say that some of y'all need to get some friends. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> we had to get some friends. I, I put it. That's why I love this room. I hang out with all spiritual people, even in my, even in my professional world. It's people who work around me and do ministry. Cause I get it, Pastor Jerry. We got some friends that know God. I put in the comment. I put in the comments. I said, "Why? Why does uh, Prophet Rafi sound like Prophet Jerry?" I don't know. He just they it, best friends. I was like. That's exactly oh my why. gosh! Wow. Well, we done heard it, y'all. Listen, at the end of the day, the realness of this is: is if if all of this ain't is not uh, pushed uh, by love and and even started and having working by love, then what are we doing? So we don't. We don't already See, I think Pastor Charles, I ain't even gonna cap. I think. A lot of people love God. A lot of people, you know, are coming into the understanding of Jesus. But at the same time, we don't got Jesus no more. We got his representatives. And I think that's what's discouraging a lot of people. So how do we get around the representatives of Jesus to meet Jesus to actually, like, you know, get to the place of where we're trusting in Jesus. We're trusting in God. You know what I'm saying? Because he got some bad representatives down here. Let me say this, too, if I could just inject this, too, my friend. Hold on. Okay, yeah, go for it. Pastor I'm Roger. sorry. Um, anytime you have people that are involved with anything, this is why I really don't understand this thing called church hurt, but then I do because the church is supposedly be a hospital. But anytime you got some people involved, the more people are flawed. You know what I mean? They're full of proclivities. You know what I'm saying? The the flesh is prone to error. You know what I'm saying? And the thing, let me tell you this: you got to know God for yourself. People know more about church than they do about God. So it starts Ooh, within good. your own personal time with God, because if you examine the God of the Bible versus what is being displayed in the church, you will find that this is two different gods. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I mean something, the math is not mathing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to get to know him. That word know denotes relationship, denotes intimacy. You know what I'm saying? But you got to, and I taught about this, I was in revival. You got to have a hunger which deals with your appetite. You know what I'm saying? Some plant, some water, God gives increase. You grow at the level of your appetite. You only go as far as your appetite will leave, will lead you. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have the desire. Jesus says, Come unto me, take my yoke and learn of me. My yoke is easy. He, he was talking to the people that were struggling with keeping the law. You know what I'm saying? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know what I mean? The law brought condemnation. I don't know why I just went back into that. But anyway, I would never blame God, you know, what I mean, for the actions of people. 
and people, and that's what church hurt is. They get upset with what goes on in the church. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's because you're blaming God, you know, for the actions of people. No, you got to get to know God. Just because they go to church don't mean that they're in Christ. If any man be in Christ, oh God, he is a new creation. You know but what I'm saying? Hey, Pastor Ralphie, they'll determine what type of creation these people coming out as. Because they be in Christ, and then they be coming out as new creations for real. These creations <laughs> right now ain't God. They ain't in Christ. Because watch this. When you're in Christ, the scripture says you're crucified with him. You are crucified with him. You That means your flesh got to die. And, and, and it's got to die daily, Come the on, apostle sir. Paul Come says. On. Daily. You know, I teach people, listen. You can't have your cake and eat it too. No, no, something is wrong here. But you got to be a dead man walking to live as Christ, to die as get. What, what do you mean die? Your will, your wishes, what you want, you got to be dead. Something is wrong. You know, something is, you got to have fruit. They don't teach about the fruits of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? You got all this mess going on. In the and I'm not trying to talk against the church or anything like that. But that just goes to show you that everybody that go to church, number one, they don't know God. They know church. They know preliminaries. You know what I mean? They know they have the form. They know all of that stuff. You know what I mean? They know that the church etiquette. You know what I'm saying? But but we haven't going back to love. We haven't mastered love. You know what I mean? I mean, it's 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 those that proclaim Christ that, you know, uh, make the bloggers so famous. You know what I mean? That, oh, my God, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruit. You know what I mean? So you go into church, but you're not in Christ. You know what I mean? You're not in Christ. And that's not in, you got to get in God. You know what I mean? And allow him to get in you. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, this thing you gotta be. You gotta die to self. You gotta you gotta die to self. Like people don't have the Holy Ghost. We need to go back to teaching about the Holy Ghost because if you got the Holy Ghost, you can't walk around holding grudges. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you have to feel it, and then getting up and leading worship. No, no, you're 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 uh contaminating the atmosphere. You know stuff like that. Get back to the fundamentals and 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 with a little bit more depth. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you got the real Holy Ghost, focus speak and they say, "Oh, because you speak in tongue, you got the Holy Ghost." No. The evidence of the Holy Ghost is love. Again, back to love. It's back to love because uh, speaking in tongues now it can be learned. You know what I'm saying? It, you, they'll mock you. They got kids that mimic and mock. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. There got to be fruit. There has to be evidence. We got to get to know God. And, and and you only go as far as your appetite and desire to know to want to know. If you want, if you have a desire for something, you're gonna go after it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna be in Bible study. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna come to church Wednesday night. You know because you you have a hunger, you have a thirst for God. Um, can I speak to this man, Pastor Charles? Are you here? Are you there still, Pastor yes, Charles? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. I don't know when I looked at your picture. Um, I I, I saw more than one church. I saw more than one church for you. 
I uh, I, I I saw multiple. You Jerry friend for real. You Jerry best friend for real. <laughs> you act just like Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes you go to talking, and and, and the Holy Ghost will cut in on you. But uh, I, I I'm looking I'm looking at God more than one location. You're a pastor. You have one church, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. But I'm looking at another facility. I'm looking at. I it was like I almost like I saw the church double. It was like it in, in, in the realms of God. I I saw it like one building I was looking at, and I saw it come apart, and it turned into two, and it continued. This is the season of multiplication and expansion for you, man of God, and elevation is upon you strongly. And I, I see the Lord sending leaders to you leaders to you I'm, I'm 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 seeing god send leaders to you like never before i see you grooming i see you teaching and uh, i i i see this thing there's an apostolic anointing that is upon you <clears throat> god is getting ready to place you i'm looking at properties be released to you man of god not only that but an influx of wealth and and it's, it's get ready to happen. This is the season. The Lord says, "Big doors, big moves, and big money." Glory to God. It's get ready to happen for you. I'm I'm looking at God. I saw that this woman, Tiffany, that's there. Um, the anointing of the Lord is upon you. And I'm closing my mic, my brother. Thank you for the space. I just got to obey God very briefly, and I'm done. Uh, I'm books coming out of you um tiffany i don't know if you write um but i'm looking at books coming out of you in this hour and in this season i'm, I'm looking at it manifest god giving you a revelation and god giving you a word and he's getting ready to use you i don't know you um but he's getting ready to use you even the more but there is something that you've got to pin You've got, are you there, my sister? Because I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not even looking in the comments. Yes, I'm here. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at God do something with you far as books and write. Have you ever written before? Have you ever thought about it? <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, so I never thought about it, but in this season, um, God has given me um, some things to write. I actually have a book in process that's coming out. So the, the Lord is speaking. Amen. I, I'm looking at this thing. The Lord says to tell you, you're pregnant. Glory to God. By way of the spirit. Glory to God. You're pregnant. And you get ready to give birth to something that's bigger than what you know. Oh, God. That's bigger than what you know. <clears throat> and there's something in you is going to liberate. It's going to cause liberation. It's going to cause liberation to many people and to many women in specifics. God says, I'm going to use her voice. I'm going to use you even in intercession. Glory to God. I'm going to use you in intercession. You just get ready. You just get ready. God is get ready to shoot you forth like an arrow he's getting ready to shoot you forth like an arrow everything that god tells you to do don't procrastinate this ain't the season to drag your feet glory to god but obey the lord watch what god do i could say much but they didn't ask me to say this so i'm going to yield the mic god bless you i'm done for real my brother thank you let me just say oh, yeah, just like prophet Pastor, Pastor, yeah, just Pastor like Charles. 
Pastor Charles. Pastor Charles. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, 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 was that not a resounding word again? Of course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> I'm just going to push the replays on this one. Prophet <laughs> Rafi, bro, remember I told you I was going to a church in Texas? Yeah. It was Pastor Charles's church I went to in Texas. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at God. I'm looking at the multi wow. I'm looking at the multi-purpose glory to God center. I'm looking at basketball courts. Praise the Lord. I'm looking at God uh programs for people that are coming out of prison. Um and, and re-entry programs that are coming. I'm telling you what God is getting ready to do. Prophet has, we have not talked. I just looked at this man's picture, praise God. You know, you got some of these phonies, they go on people's pages. I don't, I'm still learning this. Glory to God, I don't even try to prove myself, but I'm telling you, God has his hands in the vision, man of God. And where there is, God gives vision, he makes provision. And this vision is getting ready to take wings. Anamashia is getting ready to take wings, man of God. It, it, I'm telling you, this thing is going to be great. I'm talking about it's it's going to spread throughout um, um, Texas. I, I saw Austin, Texas. Glory to God. Colleen, Dallas. I don't know. This thing is going. This thing is going, man of God. You just get yourself ready. Glory to God. I'm looking at trucks. Hallelujah. I'm looking at a big, I'm looking at a pickup truck. Praise the name of our God. Hallelujah. Just watch what the Lord does for you in this season, man. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yes, sir. I receive. Thank you so much. Almighty God. I swear that's why I tell people all the time. You talk about Jesus, and guess what? The Holy Ghost shows up. I'm just glad that the real gift, good morning, everybody, of the Holy Spirit was just displayed because, you know, we have conversation here sometimes and some people don't like that. But I, I'm just glad when it happens for real, just to kind of show that God is. See, but Pat, and this is the thing, though. This is how we start the conversation, though, because I'm trying to get to the point and we're probably going to have that conversation as we progress through the week. But I'm trying to get the conversation, though, where we're starting to act like Jesus, where we're starting to do the things that Christians and Christ-like people are supposed to do, because truth is, I believe that if we would start being more Christ-like, if we would start taking these actions, then guess what? We can start preventing, or what's the word I was using earlier, being a counteractive to all the negative things that's going on. Jesus was someone who came against negativity. He was the one that changed the culture. And I feel like for us to be the Christians, it's like, well, if Jesus was alive right now, he'd be cussing us out and canceling us and calling us rude vipers and all this other stuff because we don't got enough faith and enough belief to act on what he is calling us to do. Well, let me say this. I mean, I, I, I like what you're saying, but I want to put it in this in this context. I think that sometimes when we talk about the current generations of what's going on in the body, we act as though this stuff is new. It's not new. The problem is that it's we that have shape people the spirit. that... That transform us. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, as, as, instead of transforming by the renewing of the mind, shameless plug, you know, it, it's one of those things to where, as, as uh, Prophet Rafi was talking about, 
Well, we really started talking about it. We and, and and I don't want to act like he speed bumped over because he didn't, but I don't know if we heard it. If we start understanding the depths of training that the Holy Spirit wants us to have, and not just so we can speak in tongues and we can uh, we can do Acts two and thirty eight, and 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 that's the depths of what we think that the Holy Spirit is versus the anointing because when you go on, on down further read on further where those people that was filled with the holy ghost had property they had wealth they had silver they had gold uh, i was reading the book of ezra chapter one this morning and it was talking about literally how uh ezra basically had favor from god to basically uh not only restore the temple but get the wealth that had been taken by nebuchadnezzar see when we when we begin to understand that the the word of god and the spirit of God is not as the man of God was saying to uh, to Pastor Charles that the gold and silver will show up or the provision that's stored up will help you do ministry. And then guess what else will help you do? It'll help you separate the wheat from the tear from those that's doing it for the filthy lucre versus those that are walk, walking in supernatural power. And watch this in, in, in Revelation 2, uh, when the seven churches are, are basically being admonished and corrected, every last one of them had something wrong with them. Every last one of them, even Ephesus, which was a great church. But the spirit of grace said, look, you got to change some of these things or I'm going to pull my spirit off of you. When, when, when we get a church or we get a, a, a generation of people, a remnant of people, and they are here, by the way, uh, because that's why we can have this kind of conversation that really can say, look, I know what God wants me to do. I know how God like I'm smarter than everybody else. But literally, I can do what God wants me to do because I'm postured and I'm positioned in the right way. And for those of us that are hearing God in this generation from that perspective, we can still be corrected in our efforts without basically saying, well, ain't nobody doing this. That ain't true. God always got people in generations. Uh, Bible says that even a, a wicked uh, generation like Noah, Noah found grace. Noah found favor. God always got somebody, always got a remnant that he's going to use and raise up to do his work and do his will because his word can't lie. And when we when we fulfill that from that perspective, then, as the brother was saying, now I can instruct people in all righteousness. That's that's from the Holy Spirit and not just the miracle signs and wonders. You know, we, we, we're addicted to that part. But the parts of the characterization of the Holy we can't Spirit. be addicted to something that we don't see. I don't see no signs. No, I don't no, see no, no wonders. No, no, no. Uh-uh. We just saw it. We just, we just, we just experienced it here in, in the room. Prophet Rafi don't know Pastor uh, Charles. He didn't know that uh, Prophet Jerry had been to his church and things that almost verbatim that uh, was was released uh, by Prophet Jerry in Colleen, Texas, and that prophet wasn't there. So that these signs, that you know, th those are signs, brother. And, and, and like I said, I'm just not going to march to that drum that we ain't seeing X, Y, and Z. See, but that's the thing, though, Pat, and that's why we got to get into this conversation later this week. Because Jesus also said, greater things shall we do. And they was talking about, like, basically mind reading, telling the man that, oh, I seen you uh, in a fig tree before you got here. Like, Jesus, and I, and I ain't going to cap, like, that should be the basics for us as, as spiritual believers. Yeah, we should exactly. have intellectual power like that. that. But see, but here's the problem. But see, I'm taking it a step further. So that same intellectual power would then lead to they all had all things in common and no man amongst them had any lack. That, that's what exactly. I'm Exactly. That's the problem and, where we ain't and, being Christ-like. 
but 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 from that perspective, you know, when Paul talked about the insatiable riches of that same Christ Jesus, and not just from a spiritual uh, standpoint, but it also spills over to other things. That's why uh, in our generation, uh, God is basically he's recalled the charlatans and he's raising up those that are pure businessmen that are anointed by the Holy Spirit, too. And they don't need your filthy lucre. It's cool if you give them an offering, but they don't need it because the, the, the Brinks truck is already already filled. When, when, when God called Abraham, he was already rich. So that there's a remnant that God is making rich, making prosperous. You know, the blessing of the Lord added riches and make, make you not sorry that you ain't sorry how you got it because you didn't have to trick, trick and pimp and, and, and lie to people to get filthy lucre. So when we start understanding you know, the correction, why Jesus turned over the, the, the tables in the church. And it was a den of thieves because of how they were selling, not selling in the church, but they was marking up the merchandise to actually be able to even provide the sacrifice. So when you understand the, the, the reasoning behind the anger, instead of us not occupying or us not doing business at all, then that's where, when you start talking about me, I'm even talking about this tonight, from a marketplace standpoint, we hear that terminology all the time, but what does it really mean? Well, a lot of the things that Jesus did was in the marketplace. Or when you read Acts 16, Lydia was a seller of purple. And then just to position to that, you had some men that it was handling a woman that had divination. So th there is a space for understanding and rightly dividing the, the word of truth. And all the prophet did today was show us a display of those of us who are submitted, that hear from God and walk in supernatural power. Yeah, you may not see it, but... There's some supernatural power going on around here. You just got to find it, uh, find it for yourself or start walking into yourself so you can see it for yourself. But that's just me. Pastor Charles, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. All right. So listen, Pastor Charles, I have an event today. I probably, I just texted you. I don't know if you've seen it, but I have an event today. It starts at 11 Yes, sir. I saw it. AM, literally on the dot. And, you know, this is other people's money. But um, let me, <laughs> I got to get to this event. So if you can, definitely, if y'all want to wrap the conversation up, finish the conversation, you definitely can. But I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to my overseer, my clubhouse overseer. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to, you know, handle the room accordingly. But I just wanted to make sure that you were there and that you were available because this is a great conversation. And I want people to get as much out of it as they possibly can. Like I said, I don't know what God has blessed me with, but he's blessed me with the opportunity to continue to bless people, you know, no matter what. And I don't want to stop the show just because I got something to do right now. So if you guys can go ahead and take over and I'm going to pop back in later on when I can, but definitely take over the room. If you need anything, just text me, let me know. But yes, cause this, this conversation is filling me and I'm mad. I got to go to work, but Hey, who is your overseer? Pastor Charles. Okay. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Hey, Monty. Good morning. Okay. Cause you looking real colorful down there. I am colorful. Thank you. You really are. <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, I guess we hadn't heard from you, Monty, until just now. We have you, and we have Prophet Jarrell, and of course uh, Prophet Rafi was just on. Thank you so much for the word. And please don't don't take my um, my uh, lack of hollering um, at the moment as as I did not receive. That is not it. I'm taking notes. I'm trying to make sure. I'm trying to make sure that I can. Uh, record have this for later so i can go ahead and take down uh, my information and uh and take down what you said and, and and put it on that on that proverbial uh blessed shelf because it is the word of the lord and i appreciate that 
um, everybody, I think. Um, and that's, and that's, by the way, if you ever have had or been around uh, prophecy at all, um, I'm so sorry that if you've not received it in, in, uh, in a great manner or you, you had negative vibes or whatever you want, whatever that is, whatever that is, I'm so sorry if you've not been around this kind of thing before, but when you've been around it, you know what it is and you know what it ain't. And uh, I will tell you that it is because all uh, what prophecy, prophecy does do a lot of times also is confirm what God has already spoken to you. And sometimes there are some things in the, in the midnight hour or in, the, in your dreams and your visions that no one has, uh, has not only been, it's only been in your head. And you sometimes, you know, we, we dream things sometimes we say, okay, that's nice, Lord. Uh, you know, we give a little, patty cake with it and then all of a sudden thank you jesus and we move on but then with someone outside of you who does not know you that speaks directly to that thing um it is the miracle working of god and i appreciate uh that happening and you know and here's the here's the big piece about it so what if you don't believe if you don't believe it that's fine and i'm, I'm not going to get upset with you because you don't believe but does it make the word of god of not effect not at all it, it goes to it goes out and when it goes out it will accomplish that which is set out to do and i'm just making i'm making, I'm making it my business um, that as i hear words and as i hear things the lord is speaking to take it in and to be able to allow it to to finish and mature and do what it's supposed to do and so that's that's just the way i work on that so listen let's see uh prophet Jarrell, i think you're on here and i see you all you're in on the um up here on stage so it would be it would be um it wouldn't be nice uh, not to ha ha hear from you this morning and then we'll get final final remarks and go ahead and, and shut the room down for prophet amen uh prophet Jarrell, could you go ahead and give us some words sir pastor charles he said he's at work in the comments oh thank you thank you so much sis tiffany all right we'll move on um rashonda are you still around get, get final remarks all right, going once, going twice. Uh, Sister Tiffany, your turn. Oh, Rashonda, you there? Oh, there. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, so y'all lift me in prayer. Um, this has been a very interesting room today. Very interesting. <laughs> in and out of sleep, hey, amen. Um, don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> the weather is dragging me. Anyway, God is still good. I feel a lot better than I did yesterday because I definitely came in at the end of the room. Hi, I did better today, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But, um, yeah, this has been very interesting today. Um, you're just with me uh, in prayer because this positive weather is, is doing their thing. That's hard to say. I'm going to let y'all back. I am. Make a love to you too. Oh, I'm sorry, Monty. Did I? I missed you. Didn't I? I was supposed to say. Have you say something first? Do wasn't it? I'm oh, sorry. Y'all know I was late to service today. Praise the Lord. Um. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone. Good morning. Good. I missed the whole room, but it sounds like it was a good room today, per usual. And I don't got nothing. I needed some breakfast so I could, uh, you know, get my mind right. That's it. Well, blessing, sister. Do y'all have a Chick-fil-A there? Y'all have Chick-fil-A there, right? We do. Let me admonish you to go there if you can and get <laughs> the breakfast bowl. Get there's a, there's a breakfast bowl. You can get some of the chick, you know, some of the chicken nuggets in it. 
and it's got you know a little bit of cheese and a little bit. And let me tell you, it's a beautiful, beautiful breakfast. And I was, I was just let me just suggest that to you this morning. And also, don't forget to get a medium sun joy and just to wash it all down. I mean, <laughs> see, y'all don't want me, man. I'm trying not to spend so much money on food because that's my problem. Spending too much money on food because y'all know I like to eat. And we got uh, this place out here called Denver Biscuit Company and blesses my soul real good. I need to, uh, I know one day I'm going to get to Colorado because I've never been there. So I guess that'll be a place I'll need to go to, to Denver and to go to the Denver Biscuit Company. Evidently, that's what I need to do. Amen. Well, listen, let's move on. Let's see. Sister Tiffany, if you want to have any final words, final remarks? Sure. Um, I enjoy, thoroughly enjoy the conversation. Um, it's, um, it's great to have um, the men and women of God come together and talk about what it's like um, to be more like Jesus and or how can we be more um, like Jesus? And I wanted to say something before, um, after, um, I want to, I want to say Apostle Rafi, I don't know his title, um, but, but when he was talking, um, you know, about we need to have more action, we need to have more fruit. And I, I think um, in this generation, in this culture, um, the gospel gets watered down um, to prosperity, um, meaning prosperity is just money, houses, and, and cars. But sometimes we, we forget that in order to be like Jesus, that we have to go through. And I'm not saying that we have to be um, <laughs> crucified in the, in the natural, the natural way that Jesus was crucified. But the Bible does speaks, uh, speak of um, long suffering. The Bible does speak about after you suffered a little while, uh, that the God of all grace uh, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And we, we forget that, um, you know, being like Jesus um, also means <laughs> suffering and, and going through. And we don't talk about that enough. We don't teach about that enough, the power of endurance. So, you know, my prayer is that, um, you know, when we're helping others um, and introducing others to Jesus, that every day is not going to be, <laughs> it ain't going to be sun, sunshine all the time. Okay. And that's the part that we have to um, be willing to go through. Um, so I enjoyed the conversation. Um, blessings to everyone in the room and to Prophet O for allowing us to speak. I wish it was more women up here. Maybe they came in late, but amen. God bless you. Well, praise God. And yes, you are on it. Sadly, yes, we have many more people out of paper than we have out of them having strength, um, especially in this day and time. But uh, let us continue to move forward and let us continue to continue to talk about these kinds of things and say, and let folks know that this is there's a, a song that says, all I, all I need is a little more grace. And, and that song says, I know the road to heaven. It's not, the, it's not a flowery bed of ease, 
But all in all, my striving, Lord, my Savior, I try to please. And I'm going to stop right there. It's an old song. People don't like old songs no more, but that's okay. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. You know, It does take all of that to be able to live for Jesus and to do it the right way. You have to have have to have to some stickability. Check that word out. That's a word that's in the dictionary as well. Stickability, learning how to have perseverance. Amen. Miss India, Miss India, I see you on the stage. If you could give us some final words, God bless you. Blessings to you, man of God, and to everybody in the room. I, too, enjoyed this conversation. I've kind of been trying to get in here all week. I saw you, Prophet O, pinging me into the room, but um, each time I was pinged, I was doing something. But today has just really been um, a really, really, really good conversation. One of the things that, um, as I was listening to the conversation and listening to the questions that was being posed to the room regarding how to be like Jesus, how to walk in the same authority um, that he walked in. What does that look like? I'm in full agreement with whatever everything that has been said this morning. And um, Tiffany really pulled out along the lines of what I've been thinking. So uh, one of the questions that was asked immediately, the thing that I thought, and I don't, I don't want to try to rephrase the question because I don't really remember it, but um, the answer of what was asked was that we have been equipped with the same power and the same authority that Jesus had when he walked here on the earth. We are no different than Jesus. We're just followers after Christ. That's why we follow Jesus Christ. That's why we are Christians. We're follow. We're followers after Christ. That's it. We're followers mostly after the kingdom. And another thing that was, that really stood out to me um, today's conversation of when we look at people, when we look at Jesus, when we look at God, listen, where we are and what we desire to do is how we is it is really a replica of how we treat people. We throw God away at the moment something doesn't go right in our life. We throw Jesus away and we do people just the same. So we must not look at the man and we must not look at the 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 figment of who it is, but we've got to look at what it is that's being that's that's happening here and what it is that's being um the point what is the point what was the purpose of jesus's life and it was to do the will of the father and that is where we must to come from that place to simply do the will of the father well what does that look like and all morning it's been real deep it's been real good of a conversation but if you just keep it you know just real abc one two three Walk after the fruits of the spirit. What does that look like? Tiffany already said one of them, and that was long suffering. So if you find yourself in a place where there's con contention or uh, uh, envy, strife, confusion, or anything related to the enemy and what it is that he represents, what does your love life look like? And that word has been thrown out multiple times this morning. And I get it, Pastor Charles. I get it. I get it. I, too, have work to do, okay? I don't sit here this morning like I've arrived. I don't sit here like I've made it. But my goal and my purpose is to live kingdom, to do kingdom business, to work as unto the Lord. When I go to work, I work as unto the Lord. When I'm when I'm when I'm serving in church, I work as unto the Lord. It doesn't matter the fact that I'm at church versus the fact that I'm at work. These are God's people. We didn't make nobody. We can't control nobody. We can't change nobody. Therefore, then why should we try? We just literally need to be mindful of the first commandment and what God has called us to do. And that was to love God and to love our neighbor just the same. Even the Bible says, 
um, in uh, John 14. Um, if you believe, believe thou not that I am in the Father and, and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doth the works. In this passage of scripture right here, it's talking about the works of Jesus. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, there it is. That there tells you that we've been equipped to do the same thing that Jesus did here on the earth or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he do also shall, excuse me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. So we've already been foretold that the same things that Jesus did when he walked the earth is the same things that we have been called to do. We just have to believe that and we have to live like that. And, and most of all, we have to example that through our lives. So that means we have to be proactive every day in the things that we do. And so that's my two pieces. Um, I'm done speaking. Thank you so much, sis, for your words. And, and it's the word of the Lord. So we go from we go from there and, and let us as they used to say back in the day, govern ourselves accordingly. Amen. Um, looks like uh, Prophet Jarrell, he's at work. Uh, Rafi, you're the last one today. And if you get some final remarks, and we'll go ahead and, and close the room. Are you there, sir? You, you said you wanted me to have the last remarks? <laughs> Final remarks. Uh oh, is that a problem? That should be free. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> well, I want to say um, thank you um, to um, our prophetess India for inviting me up and to the facilitator, to all of those of you on the stage. It's been a delight to share in this room, and um, I look forward to coming back in again. So um, thank you again. I've enjoyed the conversation. It's definitely needed. More conversations like this are definitely needed. So, you know, I look forward to um, part two, part three, part A, part B, C, D, E, F, G. You know what I mean? And I like this platform. So uh, thank you again. Um, I guess, Lord, thank you for everything that was said and done in this room. Thank you for those that facilitated. Thank you for the New Kingdom connections and you know, thank you for the expansion of brotherhood and togetherness. Thank you for what you started in this room and what you're starting to do and the lives of each and every one of us that are present. We know, God, that you're up to something, and we thank you for it right now in advance. In Jesus' name. Okay, with that being said, if uh, all hearts, minds, and clear, I guess the room is closing. And five, four, three, two, one.